We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We are back. Classic. That's why I had in the pub and I was waving it around and I ended up hitting that nipple fan on the head with it. People were like, why are you laughing? Just took about nine times to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Welcome back to Lads, Dads and a Couple of Beers. We are joined by the one and only, Mr... Introduce yourself. Forgot my name. No, I haven't. No, I have a little bit. Uh, Dan Lawrence. <laughs> Dan Lawrence. No, I hadn't forgot. Dan Lawrence. Yeah. I hadn't forgot. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks for coming down. Thank you. No, thanks for thanks for having me. Rick, thanks. don't Cheers drink. Nice, right? Yeah, so uh, right. I don't drink, so. No, that's fair. Right. <laughs> I, I just bring the dad element. <laughs> oh, so dear. The dad, so you're the dad jokes then? Yeah. Well, he tries to be, but it's pretty bad. They're pretty shit, aren't they? Oh, oh, pretty bad. Yeah. Name like one. Decent dad joke. Yeah. On the spot, go. On the spot, there isn't. Go. Yeah, Obviously. I hate that. Like, do you get that? Because you've yeah. got like Dan Lawrence comedy. Yeah. People come up to you and like test joke. Test joke. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I, I, I had it, and it's actually yeah. It's probably a story I shouldn't even I shouldn't tell. Fucking hell, we'd only just we, we literally only just started, had a conversation t- five minutes ago about <laughs> what to say and what not to say, <laughs> and you're already a censor yourself. I mean, I'll tell you the story. No, I can't tell the story. No, go on. No, go on. Say it. We'll okay, edit so, it out. All right, we can edit out. So, so a really good mate of mine. um he didn't know his dad all of his life. Didn't know his dad until his dad was diagnosed with, with stage four cancer. Really, really sad. Like, really, really sad. Um, and then he wanted to get in contact with his son, obviously, um, and build a relationship before, you know, for his, his last. He only had a few months left. Um, and we've got a mutual friend between us. So we all went out for a beer to try and cheer my mate up. Right. And, uh, but he was going on about it all night, but he was making jokes about, about it because that's his humour. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He like, yeah, make yeah, jokes yeah, about yeah, the fact his dad's own. He's like, oh, yeah. he's only just got in contact with me and he's going to die. Yeah. Um, and it went on for probably about two, three hours, him making jokes. It's a lot of time. Which is a lot of time. Yeah. And, it, and, and to the point my brain's like... He's going to die in that time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he was going on a bit. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and then our mutual friend, he's always basically saying that my other mate is funnier than me and I'm the one that's done Lawrence comedy so it should be me that's funny but right. he's always saying oh like so much funnier than you and then he puts us on the spot and he's like right come on this comes down to this we've had a few beers he's like comes down to this now give me your funniest joke and give me your funniest joke and uh, <laughs> my mate told this joke and it was quite funny but then the pressure was on me it's one of those things in the moment you're yeah. like yeah you've got to deliver you've got to deliver yeah. Yeah. and he was like come on funny joke and I went Knock knock, and he went, Who's there? And I went, Not Ricky's dad. <laughs> Mate, no one I've, I've had that because my name's Ricky and my dad's dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the best thing is, <laughs> his dad was gay. Oh, yeah. I'm not touching on that cancel culture. I'm not yeah. going to go on that. was a right for a little joke. Yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, in the moment, it was one of those, but he didn't expect it. And, and because my mate Ricky, and I, he won't mind me saying his name, but he's too late now if he does. But, yeah, not like um, Ricky. <laughs> He didn't expect it, and I didn't expect it, but my brain went, no, you can't say that, and it was out of my mouth, and I'd said it, and it was like, in a, it was only a small group of people, but it was like, no, no, who's there? Not Ricky's dad. <laughs> and how'd it go down? Uh, he laughed. Good. He absolutely, and, and my other friend, Alex, was like, fair enough, Dad's won that hands down, like, yes, he's funnier than you. So now he can't ever, when we all go out, he can't now ever say, Ricky, you're funny, he can't give me a stick now. Yeah, because you've done the, the dead dad joke. I think, I think the thing yeah, is yeah. as well. <laughs> Yeah, dead dad jokes yeah. always work the best. They do work. Sometimes the best. I wish that my dad was dead just so I could do dead dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. Well, come to me. I've got, some, I'll, you know, I'll probably have to a new one. But <laughs> I mean, people don't realise though just how much 
planning goes into into like stand up comedy, mm. like because you've done a little bit, haven't you? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and you have to plan out your whole routine. Yeah. So it's not See, like I, you I, just do jokes on demand. I, I mean, I, I I didn't, I didn't. I'm pretty, I'm pretty witty and I'm pretty quick. So I kind yeah. of just, I was just That's vibing what his off wife it. Says as well. um, <laughs> funny enough, and yours. Um, <laughs> wrong reasons, yeah. Uh, so I, I never really had like a a, a, a go to that I would think oh, I'm gonna. I just, I'll just vibe off the audience. But the very first time I did it, I did it at the Laughing Horse Comedy Club in Camden, and it was a pub, like a pub with a quite a big big open area probably twice the size of this it was huge it was like yeah. a fucking palladium and we got in there and the guy said right um, t- can, in fact, like, tell me a joke and I was like what he said tell me a joke I said, uh, so I told him a joke and he was like brilliant we're going to put you on last I'm like why and he said because you, you, you're funny everyone else <laughs> tell me a shit joke I'm like fucking hell it's five o'clock in the afternoon right so what time's the last one I have interest thinking like seven eight o'clock half eleven <laughs> so I've gone down to the bar one, two, yeah, yeah, Dutch yeah. courage turns to Dutch dickhead. I was so fucking drunk. I've had to have the, the video taken down off YouTube because I'm just embarrassed by it. <laughs> but I basically just berated my wife the whole time who yeah. was in the audience. Because my wife's a little bit older than me. She's yeah. like 14 years older than me. Oh. So, See, I'm 14 years older than... We did it the other way around. But. Mm, mm, mm. It's a bit predatory. Yeah, yeah. She's 12, so... Okay, no, fine. That's, no. See, that is what, <laughs> no. that's what I That's mean. cancel culture that's right cancel. there. That's She's fine. obviously not. We've got a baby together. That's fine. She's 14. No, start fine. with. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we can't... Yeah, let's not go anymore, then. Because we will... We will I, I will put it out. I don't care. But, uh, yeah, I just used to... Berate, I used to take the piss out of my wife. Just, like... Just yeah, just take the pit. Like say, I money to stair lift for her when she gets a bit older and stuff like that. Like saga holidays, just the usual, usual horrible yeah, stuff you yeah, say yeah. about it's having the go-to a stuff wife that's claiming yeah, yeah. her pension at fifty. But yeah, it's. I uh, find it really like. I mean, I've been asked to do stand-up comedy, not not like loads, but I think it's a natural. People think it's a natural progression. If yeah. you're funny at making content, mm. you're going to be you, funny. Yeah. You, you know, I've seen some of you videos. If you make content. It's just not as easy to transition over. I can sit in a pub and have a laugh, and I'm the. I'm, I think I'm quite similar to you and quite witty. Mm. So if someone it's says safe, something, yeah. witty, safe comedy. Though, it's safe. You're with yeah, so you can friends. say what you, you can say whatever you want, and sort of you're with you're with your mates, so you can say yeah. whatever you want. But you've also got people to bounce off. So yeah. actually, if you're just standing there, and everything's on you. Yeah. I just don't think I could do it. Like I've, yeah. I've been asked. I've been asked to do it, and just get really drunk. Yeah, but so I did this. So I did do it. Well, it wasn't really. I went. I did a. I did a charity, uh, I don't know what it was really, we were doing this thing for charity um, in support of a friend of ours. And that was my first, this was years ago, my first time, I, and all I had to do was go on the stage, tell a little joke, literally, I had probably 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Oh, or wow. Nothing. Yeah, it was nothing, it wasn't, it wasn't like a it, was in a, it was in a pub setting, but it was like a disco, it was just this whole oh, yeah. fundraiser thing. Yeah, yeah. And all I had to do, but I was the same, I, had two, I, I like, I went, uh, what am I going to say? Yeah, I don't think, know. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then I got up on stage with the mic, and I was I was so drunk. Knock knock. The guy no, he took the mic off me. He couldn't because I don't oh, know what no. I said. It was obviously something offensive. He came along, he took the mic off me, and then he said, basically just brushed it under the carpet and carried on with <laughs> carried on with the night as if that Aye. part of it. Didn't so there was happen. at least one professional there. There was, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just a barman, so. But not not as in he was just a barman, as in he wasn't there to tell jokes. No offense, Dan. no offense. That wasn't That's like yeah. a, just a barman. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't out there to entertain people. He was, you know, he saw this is going to be bad. To get the microphone off him. So when did you when did you first start in social media? Was it about 15, 15 odd years ago, maybe fourteen uh, years ago. Yeah, probably probably 13, 14 years ago. So I started making started making videos. 
Um, yeah, I had like a mate, a flatmate back then, and we used to like make content together. And then all of a sudden, we was getting on like Lad Bible now and again. Mm. This was before like the whole of like, OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, 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 OnlyFans. I started that actually, but I, it's uh, think I <laughs> well. I owe them money. Yeah, nice. But yeah, it was it was back in the original when when Woody and Kleine were on. Yeah. Like, Aaron Kraskort, Stuggy, mm. Dapper Laughs. And like the Vine days, the Vine days, mm. and no one. There was like this small group of people, and then all of a sudden, they was they was going viral on social media. Yeah. Sort of, I think it gave so many other people like the confidence to think, do you know what? If they can do it, maybe I can give it a go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because then you had other people come through, like Steve O, Joe. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and and, and it sh- and, and that sort of paved the way for man like hacks. Yeah, I'm not a fan and, of and this. But... So many, yeah. Huh? Man like Hacks, I'm not. You don't like him? No, I just don't like him. It's not my style of comedy, but then no, I'm very like Ricky Gervais, David Brent. Yeah, like, see, I'm exactly saying. Like, Ricky Gervais, me, is the godfather. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's see, just, I, like, I, I, can't, I can't get enough Jimmy Carr. I think Jimmy, Jimmy Carr is brilliant. Do you not think, though, I mean, he's brilliant at one-liners. Yeah. But Ricky Gervais, like, and again, you may agree with this, he's just so clever. Like, he's so clever. And he gets away yeah. with take, it, like, taking the piss out of something that you really shouldn't mm. but by not taking he's not he's not mm. doing that he's just highlighting it mm. but actually he's making a really offensive joke about yeah. it yeah whereas Jimmy yeah, Carr's quite clever but it's just one line out really brutal and it's, it's there for the shock factor where Ricky Gervais has the shock factor but it, it, he, he has almost like a almost like an intelligence behind it like yeah. the, he, he knows that he can deliver this to his audience but he's, he's a smart man isn't he's he? incredibly he's very smart, smart incredibly, and he's very articulate as well like, I, met, I met him at a, a pub in Hampstead once yeah and I thought, oh my God, I can't embarrass myself. I just can't embarrass myself. And I'm watching people go up to him and he's doing that thing where he's, oh, all right, you're all right, you're all right. And so I literally walked up, and I was getting close, and I said, I'm really sorry, I'm going to be another one of them cunts. And he went, don't worry, there's been about 20 of them. And I was like, okay. He said, what do you want a picture? And I was like, actually, I don't. And he went, good, fuck off. <laughs> and I went, all right, I'll go. And I went to walk away, he went, come back, you're brilliant. And I spoke for about five, 10 minutes because it was just after Derek came out. Nice. No, and I was talking to him about, and he said to me, who's your favorite character? I said, I. Kev, like Kev, Kev for me, he's, he's, he says, well, everyone hates Kev. Everyone hates him. He said, in the second series, you'll, you'll, you'll grow to love him. But even people like David Earl, his yeah. story's fantastic. David he played Earl's Kev. He's, like, he's he he wasn't even a, it wasn't even an actor, was it? He? he was just, no. he was, I think he was delivering something to Ricky Gervais's office. No. And he'd come out, this. yeah, he'd come out the lift. Um, he said it on the Jackmate podcast. Yeah. He was coming out the lift and he said something or dropped something and Ricky Gervais said, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And he'd come back with a really funny one-liner and said, are you an actor? And he said, no, not really, but I'll give anything Craig wants. And he did it, and he just, he just developed these really, really That is the really ultimate great right place, right time, isn't it? Right place, you just, you're just born to be in that moment, I think. What, I mean... Yeah. I, think, I think life's based on those, though. Yeah. Being in the right place, right not time. Not what you know, who you know, a lot yeah. of the time, right, Yeah, right place, right time. I tried, to, I tried once, uh, for a, I probably committed quite a lot, lot of my own time to being in the right place at the right time when I heard that Tom Hardy had bought a house quite near me yeah. and he loved dogs. Um, so I bought a puppy and I'd walk past his house and it was a really cute puppy and I thought, oh, one day he's going to come out of his house. He's going to be, be best like, mates. Oh my God, yeah. and we're going to be best mates. Yeah. And he never happened. I had to no. get a puppy, didn't I? I had to rehome it. No, I did the same thing with Michael Barrymore, but... <laughs> 
Um, every time I walked past, like, with his trunks, he, was, he wasn't swimming. So I had to just. just, just I forgot, every time, every time, every time he cut his door, I'd forgot the towel. So it's quite funny. I didn't want to chance it. It's because I actually got, um, actually got a friend who's his he first. Finished, his who? He follows you, Michael Barrymore. Yeah, Michael Barrymore follows me. Yeah, make sure that. Calm down. Oh, um, yeah, but I've, 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 no. No, I've got I've got a friend I've got a friend that's actually first cousins with Tom Hardy, and I keep saying to them like, "Come on, we're, we need that introduction. Yeah. We're, we've been friends long enough now yeah. that you know I need to meet the rest of the family. Only yeah. one person. I, 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 yeah. Don't care about okay, your wife or your kids. Apart from apart from you went, wife and kids not bothered about me. Apart from Tierra and Ray, I think he's the only other man I'd give head to. Right. No, that's a good topic. <laughs> Giving head to Tyrion Rick. Who? Where do you draw the line? Who? Who's you your? Yeah. Uh, probably anal, but. <laughs> no, I mean, like, which celebrity? <laughs> oh, sorry. So yours, yours is obviously Tyrion yeah. on Rick with his massive, massive penis. Your line, if you've drawn the line at anal, there's no line. No, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully. I'm going in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jokes tend to work better I don't have to explain them but they do yeah, yeah they do I think Thierry Marie's a great man he's a great man and I think we could have been best mates we've had two Arsenal legends on the podcast now and even Jermaine Penn and Terry said how great Thierry Marie's penis is <laughs> right. he said it's just like it's <laughs> just like <laughs> velvet <laughs> just velvet <laughs> just like a big gliding bit of... got to it like what's he well I, think... I mean seeing as he's been in the changing room probably rubbed it You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd have to, wouldn't you? If, you're, yeah. if you get the opportunity, you've got to take it. I would have become a footballer if I knew that's what they get up to. Definitely. I mean? Believe it or not, Dan, we're, a, me- we're a mental health podcast. <laughs> we're a mental health podcast. <laughs> we're talking about yeah. sucking off Tim and Ruth. Yeah. But, it, but it, it makes you happy, so there's, you know, there's a positive I reason. I don't have to charge it. It might make me really sad. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you <laughs> it, don't might, it might hurt. <laughs> it might be really knobbly. It might actually be disgusting. <laughs> I think you're that. better off having it as a dream. They say like never Definitely. be heroes, and if you meet him and then wank him off, and it's really you hate it. Yeah, it's like you you never be able to. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just left with jizz on my face. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. You won't be able. You won't yeah. be able to tell that story anymore. You have to yeah. find a new hero. Yeah, that's actually people a bit. And then when does it stop? Yeah, I might, I'm going to have to have a chill CBD to cheer me up. One of our sponsors, Chill CBD. Go and check them out at choosechill.com. These are really really good for anxiety. So the, the CBD. Have you heard of them? CBD gummies. Um, I've not heard of the CBD gummies, but I, I sometimes I've got a vape and I sometimes vape. And I went in the shop and he said, "Oh, try this new. It's like CBD oil, and you can mm. put it in." And he's and I said, "Oh, what will it do?" He went, "It'll make you really tired." Yeah. And what happened is it actually did the opposite, and I was like awake till like three in the morning. So I don't know what <laughs> it was weird. Like it just doesn't do doesn't do what it's supposed to. Yeah, that to. is weird. But I'm, the gummies might be different. Yeah. No, they they really got hangs out, eh? Not good if you me. really like sweets, though. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what that's. They're like jelly tots. That's why I got a vape. To be honest, like I've never, I've never, like this is I've never smoked in my life. Why did you get a vape then? I'll tell you the reason. Uh, Mainly because I'm fat and I like cakes. Same. I was like, I was, I kept going to get cakes, and then one day my mate had a vape, (laughs) and he walked in and had like a lemon. That's interesting. Nice. So what I, what my brain was like, okay, they do smell nice. Some vapes smell amazing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, what I'll do when I fancy a cake, yeah, have a little bit of a vape. Right, but what was happening? I was having a bit of a vape and thinking, oh, I need a donut now. Yeah, I'm gonna go and get a donut. So I was getting fatter mm. and spending money on vape. Do you think they do them in like fajitas and stuff like that? Oh, they should do <laughs> yeah. meaty ones. Yeah, yeah. meat feast pizza. What's your uh, double whopper? <laughs> What's your Tesco meal deal? I don't. Uh, what? Shopping. I don't. Huh? Shopping Tesco. Mate, he's made well, it. He's Waitrose, isn't he? Where'd you? Somewhere between like Sainsbury's, but the missus does the shopping, so she. But I she, do you, you, not, you, not, do you not have like a go-to meal deal? I don't. I just. I uh, know. 
I, I've, I wish I'd done a research already. That's just that's. You should have. Yeah, but but I don't really. I've never. I was in an industry. I worked for like twenty years as an estate agent, and I just never really had time for lunch. So I never really ate a lunch. I thought so the meal deal was sort of like des- designed for like letting agents and estate agents. Probably, but I, they never. I never got lunch break. Why did that for last a letting agent as well? Did, did you? Um, was you letting estates? I was a estate agent. Sorry, letting like saying Division One Premier League. Yeah, I was Premier League. Did you drive a mini as well? I did drive a mini. Why don't they all drive mini? I know. No, they gave it to me. I was like, here's a mini. I was like, oh, okay, I'll take it. Did you get to take it home? I did. I did get to take it. Advertising. But then what happened is they lured us in, and I mean it was brilliant. From my point of view, it was a free car. Like here's a lovely mini. Yeah, and then three months later. They put all this Tax. Like, stuff on lines all over it, and it was like, "Oh, look at us! I mean, our brand." Uh, and I was like, "Oh, now I've got to drive around in this." It looks a bit it wanky. Was a brilliant idea when this wasn't on it. Yeah. Now I've committed to having this for three years. And you, 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 you probably thought should have been a hairdresser and got a house like a beetle. I should have. I should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Hoodrats outside. They're horrible, aren't they? Did you ever do that? Hang around outside shopping centres? Uh, no, because we're not like. I'm like I'm thirty. I'm late thirties now. So when I <laughs> I'm, grew, thir- I'm thirty. I'm thirty. I was I was trying to get away with like early to mid thirties, but Lucy calls me out on it every time. So now I'm like mid to late, but really I'm late thirties. But I I was uh, when I was growing up, it was was playing wall ball. Hey, wall ball like kicking the we basically kick the football against the wall for hours on end, or we go up the field and kick a football around. Like, wall ball. It's called wall ball. Never heard that in my Never life. Never heard of it. Maybe it's just down our way then. Yeah. But basically... So Where are you from again? Kent. Kent, yeah. So what you do, you'd have a ball and you'd kick it against a wall. Concept sounds, you know... Yeah, so you'd, you'd yeah. kick it against the wall and it would come out. It's a little bit like tennis. Is it one you could play on your own? You can play on your Is own Is that well? why you yeah. think you played... I was a lonely child. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't want to go there, but... Yeah. So that was it. Um, yeah, well, I, I was never hanging around parks, drinking and... Smoking weed. Smoking weed. I don't. I've never smoked weed in my life. I don't think I have. You know, I don't honestly. know what. I don't know what. I wouldn't even know where to begin with it. Do you? Uh, in, in all seriousness, like we're having a bit of a laugh, mm. but you've been on social media, and obviously you as well, Rick. The drug culture amongst social media now—it's mm. just so like accepted. Yeah. Like this whole no thing about sex life. Like you, you know, you get ads and you scroll through and you see ads. Yeah. I keep seeing these things like they're trays, and they've got like. Um, Grooves in them. It's like a thing you put in your wallet. So it'd be like a, a credit card, but they're trays that are designed for you to put coke in. No, so you can not. you can you can put it together and keep it in your wallet. So when you get out, you can just quickly thing it. That's and they, not a thing. They, yeah, honestly, it's I'm not so. I need oh. to see one of it. This, that can't be a. I mean, that'd be right for sherbet, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. I love sherbet. Yeah, well, yeah. Anything, like sugar. Actually, dab. Sugar. I love a cherry. Did, did dab. dab. Oh. One of Lucy's favourites. Um, I'll get one for Christmas. One of the. But it's, it, it's so put out there, like it's like widely accepted <laughs> now. Like it's it's just ridiculous that they've got. I thought that was Dave then. We used to do the podcast with. Obviously not. Um, but yeah, they, they, this is trays, and it's. Have you seen these, Dan? The trays that you can get from like off the internet that you put like coke in. You got to get your wallet out. Let's have a look. He says pinching his nose. <laughs> <Yeah. in it. laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Mate. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I just told you. <laughs> yeah, you've been talking to. But my point is this: it's like. It's it, no. Who's going to say yes to that? Anyway, I mean, yeah. Well, you might have seen it. Well, you do. I don't know. It, like Al says, it's socially acceptable. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's all about the sex life, isn't where it? I go, You see so much drug content online. But, I, but even at, like I go to events now. I'm, I'm in a privileged position where I get invited to events. And you're right. It's socially accepted. People there clearly have been in the toilet, see, I don't giving know their nose a wipe. 
Oh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the events, the events I've been going to, and I've been going to to them for a while. But we, but we, we sort of are a bit picky and choosy. Not because we want to be picky and choosy, but because we've got a, we've got two and a half of daughter. It's like we can't always go go to them. The ones we've been to, I've never really, I've never seen anything like that. I wouldn't have even thought it was more socially. I mean, I've not seen adverts like that. Yeah, it's, it's, maybe it's just not in your FYP, but it's. I think because obviously we research people for the podcast, we run a certain yeah. algorithm. But the drug culture amongst TikTok, especially, it's so it's so in your face. Yeah. Like people just off their nut, like man. Even these little things that the kids buy now with the, the chains, with the spoon on the it. Spoon on him. Have you seen them? Did not seen them. Yeah. Not seen them. But again, my like for you page is full of because it's Lucy. Yeah, I mean, if you go on Instagram, it's probably a mixture between Elvis and Pamela Anderson. Like that's what okay. you're going to get Good. on that. Great combo, but it's like yeah, great combo. But Lucy, Lucy pelvis, what? Pelvis, I don't know. Just trying to. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 in my head, I was trying to combine Pamela Anderson and Elvis. And what's what's ended up happening? You've pelvis. Really I came shit out joke. pelvis. Yeah, it's yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. a dad joke, and he did yeah. say with Dilly Bar. He did. Yeah, and you said it would be shit. As well. Yeah, so yeah, you, and it was. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, thanks. I'm going to now. Paul Breach, you familiar with Paul Breach? Yeah, I, I wasn't. Right, so Paul Breach did used to come up on my For You page. Right. And I'd watch him because I'd think, what the fuck are you doing? Like, sorry, am I allowed to swear? Of yeah, course you are. We've just been talking you about... Not, you did say the word nonce, and I thought, I, I, I must be, but... We were talking about Tyranny's cock, yeah, paedophiles, no, yeah, and, I think and I dead dads. And I said piss, and I thought, oh, should I have said that? But yeah, I shouldn't have No, you're, you're fine. Um, we will have to get serious in a minute, though. Yeah, I, I, so he was coming up on my For You page, and he was just... I don't really know what he was doing. <laughs> Is that weird <laughs> collar dance? I don't yeah, think a lot of people do. This and and I and, and I was like, what? but I was watching. I was thinking, what? What? It was intriguing because I was like, what are you doing? It's what, captivating, what isn't it? What are you about? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, and you know, when you make when you're creating content, right? So much, for, especially with because I, I always try and catch Lucy. I I have to try and catch Lucy off guard to get the reaction. The reaction. And it's like so much thought goes into it, so much planning, so much time. And then he's just fucking doing this. And I'm like, how's he got 32,000 people watching him live? And yeah. I'm struggling to get followers. He's got like a million like, followers now on, on TikTok. And, and he got banned and he was... And yeah, he went back up to a million. Yeah. Like, what, like, who even is he? So... We, and, and, is, and, and is he a nonce? Well, like, this is... This is like see, that. this is the thing. So we've kind of like... I, I sit on the side of like, so many people are so quick to see what they want to see on social media and just yeah. call people whatever they yeah, want to yeah. call. Like, when I worked with, with WAC, it was... And I, and I was quite a decent little following of myself. I got some horrendous stuff fucking like in my inbox. People just being horrible. So people will just be horrible for the sake of being horrible. And I'm sure you've experienced like trolls. But no, <laughs> great. So after. I have some. <laughs> um, but Paul Breach, he does. We've actually spoken to him about getting him on the pod. Yeah. And we 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 we're sort of having an iron about it because of whether it will. Whether he'll come on and he'll speak openly and candidly about things. Now, he's meant to have got a girl pregnant when she was, like, 16. And he was, like, 25. Yeah. Which, okay. Isn't bit, illegal. Bit wrong, illegal, but it ain't right. illegal. But, but it's frowned upon. In normal, everyday life, you'd probably think, oh, that's a blind. He's that, taking advantage yeah. of the groom, though. Yeah, that's yeah. what you'd think. And, I, and then when it's on the internet... But the problem is when it's just on the internet, you don't know if it's factual. Yeah. That could be any, because he's got so much, he has so many and, comments. And the yeah. nature at which people go at people on TikTok, because it's so fast paced and yeah. so fast moving, yeah. stories, it's like Chinese whispers. Yeah. He's yeah. so ag- passive aggressive when he answers a question, he gets all defensive, which doesn't help his case. No. But he did something recently with someone who was 19 and someone who was 18. And he's like, what, is, is he 40? 
don't know. Or is he a little bit younger? No, I think he is around that age. I but don't it, know it's like not, what he's doing isn't illegal, but people are so quick to jump on it. The geezer might not be annoyed. And, and he, you had a few exchanges with him, messages. Yeah. And some of the stuff he was saying, if it's true, is he's, no one should be getting that unless he obviously is actually a paedophile. Yeah. And if he is, he'd, he'd have been, been registered. He'd have been, he'd, been, he'd he'd have been by busted now. Yeah. by now. He's got yeah. a million followers. Like, surely he'd have been busted by now. Like, Caroline Flack, again, like, we speak about Caroline Flack quite yeah. religiously on the podcast. It was terrible what happened to her. When she was 32, she was dating Harry Styles who was 17. Yeah. And it was just such a newspaper. Oh, Britain's new hottest couple. Yeah. Like, how's that any fucking different? It yeah. ain't. Yeah. And yeah. it goes back to that whole, what I'm is acceptable? I'm not trying to make a case. Yeah. No, no, but case what's this, what is and what isn't acceptable in, in the public eye and in social media and, and across your, new, your news networks and things like that? Because you go back to, like, this whole Balenciaga issue recently. Mm. You know, what is and what isn't acceptable is... And, and I think the problem with TikTok is that because it's so fast-paced... And, it's bandwagons as well. But also, you can't always find original videos to hear original stories. It's always people who have screen, yeah. screen-recorded bits of lives and parts of conversations. And you can yeah. edit anything you together can, that yeah. you want. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just such a... Everyone just jumps on a bandwagon as well. And I, and I think, like, with your question there, which is what is acceptable... The problem is, no one knows. No, because there isn't. It changes every, every The lines day. are so blurred. You do not know. Unless you are a Ricky Gervais, mm. and you can do what you want, and you can say what you want. People will find it funny. If they don't, and they're offended, is it going to get... But it's also... No, of course no. it's, get. it's also like... Everyone else is like... It's also like, we were talking in the car the other day, this stuff with the Dalai Lama. Mm. You know, I mean, yeah. oh. kid to suck his tongue. Yeah. Like... And that's now be swept under the carpet. Yeah. Uh, you heard it for what one day on the news? Yeah, yeah. it's gone. It's gone. Like yeah. that's that's predatory behaviour. That like, no normal sick. society yeah. is that normal. No. Like if Rishi Sunak sat a kid on his lap and got to a school and and stuck his kissed him on the lips and yeah. stuck his toes, he'd be fucking he'd be in prison. Yeah. yeah. But as it, it's okay for the Dalai Lama to do it. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is that thing of like what people will will let people get away with and what they want, and people are so quick to to say something in one instance, forget what they say and just be a hypocrite. Yeah. The hypocrisy across social media is massive. You've only got to look at a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, when Chris Brown was doing his tour of the UK. Yeah, everyone's FYP and fees are filled with girls going to these concerts. It was only two, three years ago they were calling him a fucking woman yeah. basher yeah. for bashing up women, and people these are the same that. girls that put on their social media every week. Oh, we're against women, for, you know, domestic violence, we're against men for this now, all this shit, which is wrong. I'm not saying, you know, folks shouldn't be beating up birds, but don't go and then pay fucking 60 quid to sit at his concert and be all like taking pictures of you walking down the stairs doing all this yeah. shit. Oh, it pisses me off. It really infuriates me. I know what me. you mean, though. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I wouldn't sit on here and, like, say something really, really horrible about, I don't know, fucking Andrew Tate and then go and suck his dick the next. Yeah. I, t- I try. I mean, that's why with my my um, content, I try and stay out of controversy. I try and stay out of all the TikTok dramas. The is, and, and, and let's be honest: if you got drawn into TikTok drama, the views would go through the fucking roof. Well, so this is the thing I was going to come on to, especially Sorry, with someone like Paul Breach. It's kind of like it's easy. Do like, and I've never met him, and I and I and I won't be swayed by someone saying, "Yeah, he's this, same. he's that." I wouldn't like it's not my style of content I, mm. but I, if he comes up I'm like oh what, like, what is this like, I find it a bit weird but I'm intrigued but is he smart enough to know actually if I don't say anything and I keep acting like I'm acting yeah. and I'm playing up to it yeah. that actually I'm getting more views and the more views I'm getting the more money I'm getting I think so and... I think you could, could be right I think it, 
there's a certain amount of like he's prepared to put up with the the yeah. badging so much because some of the messages we're sending you that, that'd be enough to put me off going out of my house for life yeah. like people who actually come up to his front door with balaclavas and want to beat him up yeah. like that's stuff to, that you'd want to go to the police about and, and put on your thing like okay look I'm done now I'm, but yeah. a, a day later he's pulling his hoodie to one side and, and <laughs> giving it yeah, all that exactly yeah so it's I, a, I it's need a, a wee it? it's a weird one you just don't know something. Like some people are just addicted to that that level and especially if you if you rise to that level of views and following and attention it's the same with like Mr UK TikTok official oh, and Chelsea Elite Art and all of those Mr UK TikTok official no, no. Oh, see, I, I oh, find Kev, it fascinating you know, someone who's in social media oh, you don't know who he is oh you've got to get on his FYP the guy is just so fucking Good. deluded he's, he's brilliant isn't he he really is. what just because the, he, he's deluded <laughs> or is he, he just, he just <laughs> comes out with so much bullshit like he, he calls himself Mr UK TikTok official well, number, number one, one trending, trending in, in the UK, UK soon and to, soon be, to the be, world. be the world like, that's confident you've got to have confidence yeah but confidence ain't the thing Dan like, he, he goes down Camden Market he stands in the middle of the street and he dances with a speaker to his ear I do know who he is yeah I, do know who he is. <laughs> I just don't know his name but I do know who he is legend yeah, yeah, yeah. okay right yeah 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 but again it's just this thing of need to be famous this want to be famous want, like yeah, it, yeah. everyone is so self-obsessed now with becoming famous and as soon as anyone gets a K next to their name over that 10 they 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 automatically oh, think or, that or they're. Blue tick. I'm just like, saying. When I when just, I was doing talent, I've got blue tick. Oh, you got blue tick. Yeah. yeah, we can't we can't. They keep moving the goalposts. Uh, we don't really. I don't really. It'd be nice to have a blue tick. I can get you a blue tick. Right, we and we and we've tried. We've got like a PR team. They should be able to do that, surely. Our PR team. Uh, well, they they themselves actually very recently have just they've got their own blue ticks. Uh, Who are you with? For them. Uh, Ed Hopkins PR. Re- but like we and we've been with with them. So from the from our, nice. I guess when we started, it was I guess lockdown, and they sort the sort of comedy I was making was was probably more Ricky Gervais then, yeah, than than what it is now. But they really like that style of content, and we just we're like best friends of them now. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they really do look after us. They're such nice guys uh, and girls. Um, but we've been trying. The first thing they said to us was. The first thing we can do is we can get you a blue tick, and we're now like four years, like three years later. Like it, still it, it's, got a blue tick. So I used to work in talent management, so my job was specifically predominantly to get people blue yeah. ticks. And I said to Rick about three weeks ago, I said I've just had an email from a mate of mine on Instagram. He said if you, they're putting through quite a few at the moment, if you just find one article, and he, he was on Good Morning Britain doing something, mm. copied that in with one newspaper article, which was in an Indian newspaper of yeah. you doing a Bollywood film. Yeah. And my IMDb. And the IMDB, like, and then within, there, within 12 like, hours, blue tick. I, literally, oh, I applied God. a Sunday night, woke up Monday morning, and my blue tick. Yeah. So we've applied, I've applied a couple of times. We've had newspaper articles, but the thing is, we don't really do anything controversial. Like, I know a few people. You don't have to. You don't have to. But yeah. it's, it, it, it can be sort of. We'll talk after recording, but um, it's. it's <laughs> They are gonna. They're making that thing now. Where have you seen on Twitter? You can pay well, for a blue tick, like. But they're doing that across all Facebook, of them anyway. So it's like now, so it's now. We've been, like it's this thing that we've been sort of sort of chasing. It's always been in the back of my mind. It'd be nice, not not to be verified, so that we can say, oh, we're verified. We've got a blue tick. But actually, like a level of achievement. A level of achievement. Mm. It's like we've been working, and it's so you know, like social media, whatever, whether it's podcasts, like yeah. YouTube vlogs, whatever. It's it's hard work. Fucking well hard. People don't realise that the the amount of time and effort that goes into it. And actually, sometimes it's nice to have that. Do you know? Do you know the ones that get me the work is those people that daily vlog. Now that has got to be. We do that now. Do you? We do that now. So it's just. Now. So do you do all your own editing? 
No. Um, we do we do for our daily vlog, but that's because we sort of do it just on our phones, yeah. and then Lucy would do the daily vlog. Right. Um, but we have our main Facebook page. Uh, we haven't we have an editor, so right. we just record whatever I need to record, send it over to him. He'll get an edit over to me, and, and, and but purely because I just don't have the time. Yeah. I don't have the, yeah. I don't have it the is time. a full time. This is what I said to you when you were thinking about making the switch from your job. You've, you've, you've got to just do it. You've got to yeah. make the leap. You've got to do it. Like you've, you've got to take... And it's, fuck me, it's been hard work. Like it took some hits, yeah. took some... But you've also had some really good jobs. Yeah. Like some of the brand deals we've sorted out for you, it's been fucking brilliant. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, been, it's been brilliant. It's sometimes like, you get a brand deal and that's, and that, and that's like your month. Yeah, yeah. Well, six. Of month. And then, and then, yeah. And then everything on top of that is... A bonus. That's, that's, that's mm. a bonus. Mm. I mean, we, the way we work is we're, we're quite lucky that we're very much like Facebook with... We're paid by Facebook, yeah. so that's where we get our income from. So yeah. it actually doesn't cost. So a lot of these people that are kind of have to have subscriptions or this and that, or whatever. Yeah. We don't have any of that. So yeah. if someone watches our video, we'll get paid. Yeah, and that's and that's it. So it yeah. means we can then essentially create the content without yeah. anyone having to pay us any mm. money. And then the brand deals that we get are, are then bonus, bonus on, yeah. on top mm. of that, really. But I was the same. I was in a career for nineteen, nearly twenty years. Um, and then this social media thing sort of took off during lockdown. But I'd always been, I'd been brought up, like my dad's quite old school, my granddad's old school. It's like you provide for your family. Yeah. yeah. So when I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit and do social media, my family were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you've got this career, just like go and smash it. But I was like, lockdown, lockdown sort of taught me actually, do you know what, money isn't the most important thing. Yeah, man, absolutely. So money's not the most important thing. You got, you got enjoy what you do yeah. as well that's a big thing for me is 100% like I said to, to my wife give me some time let me see where this goes and you know end of the day if it doesn't go anywhere I'll just get a job I'm yeah, not, I'm that's not the thing. you know I'm, it doesn't mean everything to me but I'm at a point now where obviously I'm not huge on social media I've got a good following you know I'm what 100k on TikTok Nearly at 12k on Insta, I think nearly at 50k on Facebook. No one likes to shut off, but it's Christ. like, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I am not, I'm not by no means like got big numbers. Yeah, we've just heard. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, why it smash my ego? Um, Was it 12 on Instagram? You say yeah, 12 yeah. people. Yeah, on TikTok, yeah, like yeah. So yeah. About, yeah. about 100 people in total. Yeah, yeah. Um, and half of them your family. Yeah. Half of them are my fake accounts. Do you know, do you know what the thing I would say? And, th- and this is, there's so many people, and, on, and I'm not going to name names on, because I've got a lot of friends on social media, but it's like, it doesn't, genuinely, it does not matter how many followers you've got. Mm. No. Because we, we've got a vlogs page now, and we've got 10,000 followers on Facebook, which is not a lot. Mm. No, it's But not. you know what? On some days, it gets more views than our main Facebook page. Mm. And our main Facebook page, that we've got 300,000, we know we get more views than people who've got one, one, two, three, four million. Yeah. Because a lot of people on social media are buying, they buy their followers. Yeah. They buy followers and all of a sudden you see they go from 100 to 100. And they, and they just won't get put in an algorithm. But, then, but then yeah. the way I look at it is, is I'm in it for the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you do see a lot of people like flash in the pan, they'll come, they'll have a viral video or one or two viral videos but they've got nothing to follow that up by. Mm. Yeah. Whereas I think if you grow slowly and steadily, you build a community, you can, you can, you know, you can... Well, yeah. that's it, isn't it? I mean, it, the, the, the days when we were 
you know, standing out in a field in the middle of lockdown, the pissing down rain, making a video for fucking fifteen pound. Like you just, you, you do what you do. You put you put your craft in, but it's such it's such a it's such a weird industry in the sense of you can make so much money really really quickly and think yeah. oh you've made it, yeah, and you can just drop off like you wouldn't believe, yeah. Like it, it it can happen like that, and you've seen it, I've seen it. It's just it goes to the red, and before you know it. They're back working in. They've been gone. Yeah, yeah, back working yeah, in their normal down. job. It's yeah. I mean, you, you, and that's why people. I don't think there's people like, say, Aaron Prascall, Dapper laughs, that get enough respect mm. for what they because they've been around. They are the OGs of it. And I mean, that, that's that such a long time for so many other people to, to, to go into that industry. Well, look at look at look at Dapper now. Like him talking about the effects it's had on him. Like yeah. that need to constantly keep going with it. Like he's now come out and isn't he? He's he's on this. Sober life is great life, yeah. and you know he's admitted to all his flaws. He's been addicted to cocaine and and drink, and because he was almost cancelled as well, wasn't he? Like, he was yeah, cancelled. he was, he was, yeah, he was, and it because yeah, he, he went in Big Brother, to sort of boost his career a little bit. So, I mean, from it was the TV like, show, wasn't it? So he did the TV. That wasn't the issue. The TV show wasn't the issue. It's a joke he made on. It's a joke he made on a stand-up, which again, and this is the whole thing where if you're Ricky Gervais, you can say what you want. If you're anyone else, yeah. But it wasn't even the fact that he made this joke. I, I, from from what I what I know, and it may not be 100 percent accurate. Cause you know what this industry is like. It's yeah. like maybe mm-hmm. a bit Chinese whispers. Um, he'd upset someone in the media industry, and he then made a joke. And because this guy didn't like him and was gunning for him, yeah. he'd then done that thing where he. I think he'd edited two bits of a, manipulated some footage and then it went viral and he got his TV show cancelled and he got this cancelled. But you know what? Like that was that was he probably went through the worst time of his well, I know he went through the worst time of his life. He was open about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's come back and actually that's probably I and I can't I can't speak for him, I don't mm. know, but was that the best thing that ever happened to him? Because his career now Yeah. He's smashing it. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, got, he's doing really well. He's doing really well. People respect him a lot more and I think it is difficult to constantly come up with with footage it's not it's not so much maybe even the content it's you've you've got to be that character you've yeah. got to be that person and you've got to kind of sell, sell absolutely yeah um, it's that thing of standing character like you say it's, it's and for him his character was a seshed yeah yeah you know yeah. and he and it's he really weren't even a character self, anymore he was just living deal. him yeah, he, he, he became his character and now he's had to evolve because you do evolve. run that risk when you try and change niche and you try and evo- like cr- create a new person it, you're all, you know you have to run that risk of it just failing completely yeah 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 has there ever been a time when you've had to it sort of all got to you a little bit like um, you might have might have thought oh I don't know if I can if I want to do this anymore there's there's, def- there's definitely been there's definitely been times because it, it because no one else really understands what you have to go through to mm. create to create content so that you know, there's been times where it's put, it's definitely put a strain on on our relationship, me and right. Lucy. And we was like, from day one, the day we met, like the day I met this girl, she brought me up my shell. I knew I loved her. I knew I wanted to marry her. It was like this. This I know it sounds all like cringy, but it was a love story. Yeah. Mm. For me, and she changed my life because I was in this. Uh, that's when I was sort of at my not my not my lowest, but I wasn't in a happy relationship. Right. Um, I'd lost social media because my Facebook page got hacked and I'd lost everything and I sort of had no one to help me. I was on my own. Yeah. So I just sort of walked away from social media altogether and that was yeah. my like creative outlet. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, sort of met, met Luce and she, she brought me out of this shell. But 
I think the difference is when we were doing it when it was lockdown, life was stressful. We'd just moved to a new house. Yeah. Lucy was pregnant. We'd ripped a bathroom out of our house. I know these things might be, oh, you're lucky to even have a house. You're lucky to even have a bathroom to rip out. Like, mm. and, I, and I get that. Mm. It's subjective to you though, isn't it? It's subjective to me. And mm. I was one that's going through it. And it was like, we went through lockdown. I'd been in my career for 18, 18 and a half, 19 years at that point. And they were said, you're furloughed. And I was like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Have I lost, yeah. have I lost my job? And I've got a family to support. What this big mortgage I've just taken on. Yeah. Um, so then we sort of used TikTok and social media as a, as a platform to, like life was stressful. Didn't know, couldn't get anyone in to fit my bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to make a nursery and I can't even really put a light bulb in without phoning someone for help. So I was like, what the fuck, what do I do? How yeah. do I get through this? And then we use TikTok as a, an outlet. Like an outlet. Mm. So then the transition from, like we went through the process of it was TikTok and it was fine. Then we got this management and then it was like, right, okay, now you need to start working with these ads and you need to make a video for this and come up with ideas for this. And then we had, then we transitioned to Facebook. So we had another management company that come on board and they were like, right, we can take you from TikTok to Facebook and we can start earning you some serious money, which they did. But they were taking most of it because we signed a contract. We were naive. We didn't know. We didn't yeah. know what we were doing. But they was like, we can get you monetized. We can get you this. We can get you that. Yeah. And they were taking all of our money. It was like, well, you said you, you you'll make us this money, which you have, but you were taking it. Who? You yeah. can edit it out. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then and, and then I think what, what it was <coughs> was the transition from it, it was fine. Even when I went back to work, and we'd had our daughter. Bathroom was done. Nursery was done we sort of found our feet a little bit and then it was going away from having a job a secure job yeah. even though that job some months was good pay some months wasn't so good so it was still the same it was up and down yeah. but it was a job it was security so then go from that to then you have to make content if you want to pay the bills yeah. and I think that's where it started because it was it was fun and then it was a job mm. yeah. and actually you need it to be fun for it to work yeah so it's a really so we we sort of struggled in it initially, and especially when we got rid of the Facebook management, we do all that ourselves now. Um, they were obviously doing something to to boost or sharing it with other people that have millions of followers. So our first video had like seven million views, wow. uh, and we hadn't we'd had ten thousand followers. Yeah. So we was getting the views, but obviously they wanted the views because the views were then getting paid. So yeah, it was sort of a difficult time then. Then we found our feet. And we sort of just, I don't not like, we didn't find it easy by any means, but we had a routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, I would go away, I'd sit in a coffee shop, I'd write on my, all the things down that I want to try and do to Lucy that week. And then it evolved to then Lucy starting to get me back for things that I'd done. And she would go off and we'd start spending a bit more time apart and planning and then we'd come together and then she'd try and film. And... and I think yeah, it, it, it's I guess more recently where we've we've had so much else on our plate. Where yeah, we've had to, not had to. Again, this is going to sound like a sound like a proper dickhead now, but we had to go to we had to go to Vegas to work for a hotel, and then we. Which is a job. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's yeah, yeah it, it's a job, and then but it's like right, you can come to Vegas and do this, but they need you to produce content, and you go out there, and then it's we went to Thailand, we had to work with a hotel out there for a bit, and it's all lovely, but it is pressure. But you know? but yeah, I, I totally pressure. get it. You're not you're not there. You're not there with the in your head like oh, we're on holiday. You can't you can't get it out you of your head. Get, so and then it becomes to a, a is this point, enjoyable? Yeah, it becomes like it's it's, it's difficult. Yeah, it's I, I, totally, I totally get you. And until you've been in that situation, don't really understand it. Like yeah, I remember when I went to Vegas with the Wacklot, and it was like we hit like we've 
sitting there at the airport, and the whole thing was we were surprised, surprising Woody on his birthday. And I remember being in, in our hotel, and it was lovely. It was the um, Cosmopolitan, and we were fucking in a suite. It was all great, and uh, they text and said, well, we're in the limo, like, we're going to pick you up, we're going to blindfold him. And I remember saying to Ian, we'd done the thing, I said, I'm, I'm fucking smashed. Like, we've been drinking for, like, 18 hours straight. And he's like, yeah, same. And I'm like, well, we're meant to be, like... You know, we've got to turn it on now. And he's like, oh, no, we'll just wing it. And, I, and it, it showed, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, stuff had to be edited out and stuff like that. I mean, for me, for the sort of character I played within the group, it worked fucking brilliant. I let off a champagne in this limo, went everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Then we went and got Daryl and Thingy married and, uh, you know, we're spraying beer outside. The police were going to... And it worked out well. But it was that thing in the back of your head, like, well, this isn't really... Yeah. We're here to make videos. We're not here to... Not here to party. Yeah. Um, And I know know that certain people within the group have struggled with that at times. And I know that other other creators have have had the same sort of problem. But it's... And and I think that's where you can go over the edge, isn't it? Like, because you you think, well, I want to have a good time. Like, you're restricting me, but it's just your job. So it, it kind of puts that thing of like, when you go on holiday, this is actually a holiday. You can actually enjoy it. It's twenty four. It's twenty four seven. When, and when it, you go when away, do you, t- do you turn when you're away on holidays? You turn all phones off. Or do you, can't. You're still using content. Can't. You have to part, especially now we do a daily vlog. So yeah. It's like, so you film it. So, in some ways, I would say the daily vlog has helped. Yeah. Because actually, I've been and I'll say this year has probably been my toughest year going into the year, knowing like we'd come off the back of Vegas. And we're not big drinkers, we're not big gamblers. But if you're going to go to Vegas, you, you know, we went, we had a good time. It was nice, we worked at the hotel, they were brilliant. Where did you stay? Uh, we stayed at the Westgate. But okay. It was the Elvis thing, actually, funny enough. I was just, um, I'd lost my, I lost my granddad and I was, I, was, I was really close to my granddad. So I wasn't really sleeping, I was really struggling. Um, and I took my mum to see the Elvis film. And I just loved it. And, I, and I've loved the history of Elvis. Love Can I just say that film is probably one of the best films I've seen in my life. Yeah, you it said that, it's still not saying it. It's, it's amazing. unbelievable. It's amazing. And, and so what happened is I'd seen the film, and then I saw um, that the Elvis official Elvis page had shared a reel of Elvis, and they tagged the hotel, which was the Westgate, yep. which used to be the Hilton. Yep. It was the one that Elvis did all the, yep. the sell-out tours at. The one that was the whole, basically the whole yeah, yeah. second half. Where Adele's doing a residency now. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so we saw that and I messaged him it's like I wasn't sleeping it was like four in the morning I messaged him and said I'd love to come come to the hotel uh, and normally anything like that we'd go through our PR team and we'd message him and they'd mm. then send an official message and I just thought I'm going to message him and we'd love to stay at the hotel and then I woke up the next day well it was like in the afternoon by the time I'd like got to sleep and woke up and stuff and they'd message back and said we'd love to have you over and then before we knew it we was I was arranging a surprise trip for Lucy to go to the Westgate in Vegas um, and it was amazing they showed us all like, the behind the scenes of where Elvis used to like, perform we amazing. got to see like Barry Manilow it's great so it's good yeah and then we so we had that then we had a friend's wedding that was in November for Lucy's birthday then it was Christmas then January uh, end of January we had our friend's wedding in Dubai yeah then February we had a holiday in Thailand for three weeks so it's like so I think this year for me has been the toughest of like get getting stuck in yeah because the last three years of creating content like bear in mind we, we post two or three brand new videos every single week yeah that means you've sometimes got to come up with five good ideas a week and that can yeah. be stressful because you're trying to film one it doesn't work it doesn't yeah, and people just think oh like everything's staged everything's set up and 
that's not the it's not the case for a yeah. lot of races it's not the case like some, some of it is if you're doing a sketch or you're doing a strip yeah. or something then fair enough but a lot of the time you want to try and get that reaction and that's what actually is the, the main thing yeah so then sometimes you've got to film like you've got to come up with five ideas a week you try doing that for three years like it's, it's difficult it is difficult especially when it's like is that everyone always said oh, there's always another idea sometimes you you can run out of ideas. Like, yeah. There's only so many times you can make someone surprised. Well, I mean, yeah, the amount yeah. of times I've I've said to you, I'm I'm blank. I've got no, I've got nothing. I've got, I've I've hit a dry spell. I can't I can't think of anything yeah. to make. Just mm. you can't burn out almost, and it's like oh. yeah. And, 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 and sometimes like, you just need to take a step back and just be like, right, how do I approach this? But it is tough. So there is so much thought that goes in. When when that happens, and you've got bills to pay, what do you do? Because that's when I panic. Because when when I'm like creating, creating content, normally I'm trying to work, not necessarily work four to six weeks in a, in advance, but I want enough content that we'll just feel. I'd rather if I'm in the right mind frame for it, just keep it going, just smash the video. Once you're on that train, you've got to keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but I know some creators that they're like, well, I haven't got, I haven't got any, I haven't got any ideas. I'll think of an idea, I'll film it, I'll post it, and it's and then it's current, and you might get better views from that. But sometimes I'm like, I might have filmed a video and it's gone out three months later. So it's not really current to me because that happened three months ago. I've forgotten about it and moved on to my next my next thing. Yeah. So then when you're not a month ahead or two months ahead and you're just you're like, oh my god, what we're going to post next week? Yeah. Like that. So that's that's the sort of place that I found myself in. So what, recently. what gives you a bit of anxiety? A bit of anxiety. It's like the it's like the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then and then it's good that we've got the daily vlogs. But then you think, well, hang on, we're just posting a daily vlog where I don't have to. I don't have to be anything. I just have just, to be myself. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the same amount of people are watching that as they they are watching. And it's weird how many this. people love watching that shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean your content shit. I just mean that. No, like, no, shit. I get it. Like, that day, yeah. day yeah. like it's, it's massive. I, I I stayed up till four in the morning and watched some guy in the Philippines build a hut out of fucking wood. Yeah, I've seen I've seen stuff. Like just that. I'm just fascinated by it. Gets you. it really I get you. I get I at the moment I went for a phase of watching hoof trimming. Yeah. What? Like, on YouTube. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Hoof GP. That's sick. Don't know what that is. Yeah, the guy who hooves cow's feet. Right, just yeah. like scraping it off. Like the bee lady. Mine was the bee lady for about probably three months. But I'm really into um, the wasp lady on TikTok. Not familiar with Chris, her. Christopher collects. He collects coins and he, he'll have back, like £200 of £2 coins and he'll be like, these are the ones you're looking for. Like, he's, this is a commemorative, it's worth this much. And it'll just be, it's like, it's almost like ASMR. It, yeah. yeah. And the, I could the, just sit yeah. there and watch it for like. The metal detective videos I'm obsessed with at the moment. When they go and find shit on the beach, love that. The, 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 the fishing fellas with the big magnets. You see Magnet them? fishing. Oh, oh god! Like, There's like some of them put up bodies and shit. So actual bodies. It. I'd watch it for that. I mean, it's a challenging way, but you get through it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You get through it, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. You get through it if you commit to it. Right, we just had a little wee break. Let's oh, have a wee break. So, as we're. Uh, you know, we've had a bit of a laugh and a joke and, we, you know, tried to tell some funny dad jokes, which were a bit hit and miss. There was one and it was shit. It was shit. <laughs> but, you know, we are a mental health podcast yeah. and earlier you mentioned about your granddad and you were really close to your granddad. Yeah. So I just want to, I want to hear on that a little bit about how that affected you, how it affected your mental health. Um you know, because lo- losing someone that you're really close to yeah. is, is tough. It, yeah, it's, uh, and it's heartbreaking. And I, and I think no, you're not. No one can train you for that. No, no one can say this is what, this is how it's going to affect you. This is how to deal with it. Yeah. 
that it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter who's been through what their situation will be different to yours absolutely um, and mine was both of mine were through I lost my nan and my granddad and I, and I was like I was I was the first grandchild so I was really close to them mm. I'd see them like I, I they lived in a town called Deal and I worked in Deal so I'd go and see them on average probably four times a week so I'd pop in yeah. make sure they were alright I'd go and get their shopping for them on a Thursday I'd take their fish and chips on on a Saturday and kind of my, my nan it sort of started I guess from my, my nan sort of went, went a little bit downhill she, she had dementia and it was like my granddad didn't want to really admit that nan had dementia because he knew what that meant yeah. he knew that meant she'd go away yeah. Yeah. so he was fighting it and kind of like she's fine like, nan's fine like, don't worry about it she's alright like, she's just having a moment she's fine um, and then sort of fast forward like it progressed it got worse there was things where you know she'd, she'd it's difficult because she would leave the house um, not know she'd left the house right. try and come back and she'd end up in someone else's oh house uh, and and then so then my dad was like well we have to just have to lock the door and then the social services come around and they're like you can't obviously lock your nan in and dementia is one of those horrible ones as well because yeah. you feel like you're losing that person that you yeah. that you've known that you've grown up with and yeah you lose them when it, you lose them twice like, exactly like yeah. and, and there was moments when and and it, yeah I mean it's it's heartbreaking I, and I think about my nan every day and my granddad. um but I lost her twice. It was simple as that. I lost her twice, and it, and, and it was it was difficult. It was difficult for the whole family. Like, Absolutely, because she was. I mean, she was close to, to the whole family. She was so lovely, but she was such a different person. Yeah. Um, she was such a different person when she had dementia. It was like she'd sort of res- reset, and I have to because the way I am, I have to try and look at the funny in anything. And it was there was this moment when. She'd shouted up to my granddad and she was shouting up and she thought he was having an affair. It's like, he's 92 years old now. He's in the shower, he's been washed, sitting on a porta potty. Like, he's not, her, don't worry about that. So yeah. be, but she reverted back to an old, younger yeah, person. You, they, so. they, yeah, they, yeah, it's my, my, my dad had dementia. And it's that, the moment when they don't know who you are. Yeah. It's horrible. See, so for me, so the, I guess the heartbreaking bit my nan my granddad was a slightly different story I'll, I'll, like I won't I won't bore you but I'll come on I'll come on to it but so when because I was so close to my nan and because we had this routine she'd forget a lot of things but then when she saw me she was back in the room she was yeah. like oh so it must be this day because we've got a vision that we had such a routine that she knew where she was what she was doing then obviously Covid hit and she went into she had to go into hospital for something then she ended up in a home and she was just she was just a completely different person and also they just feed them drugs yeah um and, and my little girl was born. Uh, my, and my nan was still alive. She was in, she was in hospital. And I spoke to my nan. I think it was the Friday night because you had to book like a yeah. week in advance to go and see her. And it was like, right, you can come and see her because they they phoned me up and said, look, she's really not doing well. You're going to need to come and see her. Yeah. Essentially, say goodbye. Um, so I phoned up and booked the appointment. And they said, oh, your nan's actually. Do you want to go? Do you want to talk to her now? And I talked to her, and then and and we had a normal conversation like we'd had for the last thirty years, yeah. or the last twenty years when I was an adult, basically. Yeah. Um, and the nurse came back on the phone. She went, "I can't believe like that she was a different person then. Like she was sat up, she was sprightly." And then we went to see her. I think it was on the Monday or the Tuesday we were going in, and she was in a chair, and she was just a zombie. She yeah. was just like, and I went in. I wanted to introduce like because she was she she was. Like I would have loved for her to have met, yeah, of course, yeah, my little my little girl. Absolutely, it's like I knew choked up then just because I, uh, because I, 
she didn't get to meet her really. Yeah. Harper was too young to remember, but I took Harper in, mm. but my nan was in a chair slumped and I was like, what? I was like, what the, f-? like, I was fuming. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, I, sp- yeah. I fucking spoke to her on Friday. Yeah. She was fine. I spoke to her on Friday. What have you done to her? And then like, because she's got dementia, she gets aggressive and you, we have to, okay. we have yeah, to give yeah, her yeah. something. Yeah. Like, and she was in charge, didn't get to say goodbye to her and it's, yeah. and it's, and it's like that, that will, that will break my heart forever. And then, um, and then we're done. And a little funny bit in between, it was like, we'd, we'd had these, uh, Lucy has done this video, this prank video on me, where she, uh, she had a photo, like a family portrait drawn up. It's one of these like really nice character, character drawings, but like realistic. And it was me, it was meant to be me, Harper and Lucy. It ended up being Leonardo DiCaprio, Lucy and Harper. And so, like, it's an ongoing joke that we've had that she'd rather be with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And, um, Let's see what. and because we'd lost my nan, I'd sent, she, she then got in touch with the same people and said, look, can you get this? We'd love to have a photo with Harper, with Dan's nan. And it ended up, he sent it back and it had fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, my dead nan, <laughs> and my little girl. <laughs> like, it was just mental, it was just mental, and I have to laugh about it now, but yeah, it sort of, it sort of cheered me up. It's like seeing the funny in a yeah. like, bad situation. Lucy had to explain, yeah, sorry, we don't actually want Leonardo DiCaprio in this one, we just we want a nice one with Dan's nan, who's unfortunately really sadly passed away with with our daughter who she never got to meet probably yeah it's literally not okay <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good photo I'll try and dig it out and, yeah. that's brilliant that's brilliant but and then it was and then it was my grand and then my granddad then, and then like, it was a year later my granddad was in a home he was 93 he'd he and he was still with it he was still with it it was good but it was because it was COVID it, it was you couldn't ever go and see him like they wouldn't let you go and see him it was like oh two of you can come in it's like loneliness almost, isn't it? Loneliness, for them. Yeah, for him, it was like he was doing these things, but I know like, my granddad was sociable, he was like, he's a bit of a, he was an old school Londoner, so he was a wheeler dealer, yeah. and he had like loads of businesses, and and then to be was just like this frail old man sat in, and he couldn't really do anything, and I just like, and you can't as, as, as like, I was close to him and I would do a lot for him, but you can't, you can't do anything for him in that moment, and I wanted to go in and see him and spend time with him it's like well you and Lucy can come in or you and Harper can come in or Lucy and Harper can go in it's like it's just ridiculous what was what, what? Uh, and, and like one of the things was when and this is mental but this is how mental Covid was right we, we went in the first time to see him and I went to give him a cuddle to say goodbye so I'd always give my granddad a cuddle and, yeah. and say right I love you see you soon and she went oh you can't give him a cuddle and a kiss I went sorry what, what do you mean I can't it's my granddad she was like yeah because of Covid that's just the rules I went, what do you mean? Like, you've made us do 14 tests to come here today. And, like, they wouldn't let us give him a cuddle. Mm. I mean, I did anyway, and I said, basically, like, fuck, like what are you going to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you going to yeah. do? Like, that's my granddad, he's yeah. 93. Like, in my mind, I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I might not see him again. Um, I think sometimes in those situations, you've got to be selfish, you know? You've got to be selfish, yeah. Like, 100%. You know, they, they've got a job to do, and they, but then, what, like, if you... Yeah, just, it just for me it was silly like, yeah. you've made us take tests we've had to do a test we've had to do it on the morning within an hour of turning up here we had to give you that test like what's happened between me getting in the car and me turning up here Not, like, what have we been rubbing faces with yeah, yeah. Like, Covid like, obviously you, I'm not going to do that do you, do, uh, do you think that the whole Covid thing sort of 
I don't know, shaped your opinion a little bit on it all, like the whole because you know there's two there's two massive experiences you've had, yeah, because of COVID as well that have restricted your massively your massively. your, your yeah. the fact that you get to see your family in their their last day. So, well, they took, they took time away. They yeah. took time away from me. Like I could have I could have spent more time with them, seeing mm. seeing them, and I'm sure that's the same for a lot of people. Yeah, people. yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So I guess for you, more importantly, when you're hearing the things about like you know Boris having a party and all that kind of stuff, that must. That must sting a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it does, but it's it's kind of like it does. But then, but then you get back to the whole like bandwagon thing. It's like yeah, yeah it's it's bad. That yeah. should have happened. But everyone was breaking the fucking rules. Everyone was in, yeah. in one way or another. Yeah. Someone was doing something yeah. they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah I agree. Mm. So yes, he's done that. He shouldn't. He was in a position of, you know. I totally agree with you on that. Like, there's so many people that were saying like. Whilst you lot were having cheese and wine, not my name was Dinosaur and I can see mm-hmm. I totally get that, and that's that's true, but so many people were doing a hell of a lot worse, creating a hell of true. a lot worse situation. Yeah. But I feel like uh, he, he lived by example, right? Absolutely. And I 100% agree. But I think. But we, you know, it's hindsight, isn't it? We can always look back and say, well, you should have done this, should have done this, should have done this. Shouldn't have wasted billions on contracts that never got delivered no, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But then we, get into, then we get away from what we really hear about and talk about politics, and that's a whole other kind of thing. the other side of it, you can say, I could say, I could have made more effort to go and see my nan. I could, I could have pushed. True. I could have pushed more. I could have gone and seen my granddad more. Like I feel like I went. I feel like I, I, I did enough. But it, COVID was a bubble, and yeah. you didn't know. Well, nobody knew how long it was going to be for. Yeah. For one, you know. It's just so a mad time. It's, the rules were never really concrete. Nobody, everyone had a different opinion of yeah. the rules. Yeah. And so, there was, there was was, am I doing the, the right thing by going? Am yeah. I, um, or is it better I stay home? You know, there's all again. There's always that what if, and I could. Have. Well, it was the bubble yeah. thing, wasn't it? it when you say, "Well, they're in my bubble, bubble they're yeah. in my bubble." Yeah, you can like, get away with it. Yeah, you just say whatever you like about my bubble. And I remember being um, uh, in Panzinger Park over the back mm. with my mate, and we were sitting two foot apart, two foot apart because they're lucky, <laughs> sitting apart, and uh, the police were patrolling and come up and said, "You know, you two have got to go home." I said, "We're sitting apart." Right, we're doing the same. We're doing no different. And he was literally face to face with us. And I'm like, "You're making it like you're fucking making you're it worse. Yeah. Like, what are you doing?" And he back up a little bit. And it was just, it was such a mad time. But that's like, just goes show they don't. Know. They didn't. No, they know didn't have a fucking clue. They didn't know what they gave us a fine. It was like twenty nine pound. And he said, hey, "It's fine. Now you need to go." And I'm like, "No, no, no. I've paid my money now. I'm stay. I'll wait. <laughs> I will stay here." And he's yeah. like, "We well, haven't paid it yet." And I went straight online, paid on my debit card there and then, because they give you a number. It's like, "Pay done." It was such a mad fucking time, like to think that we were told that you weren't allowed out yeah. your house, you weren't allowed to cuddle your family. Yeah, this like, is the thing, and I think that's when a lot of, and I think there's a lot of like mental, the mental health. Um, I don't know what the right word is. Crisis. It's a mental health crisis. It's a mental health crisis. That we're but I think currently it's, more, in. it's now more the sun of more awareness now around it, and I think it's because of COVID happened. Yeah. So off the back of that, there's so many people that were like, they had flats, they didn't even have a garden, and if they're like, they're too scared to go outside. And now it's like, we can't even go out in the garden, we haven't got a garden, we've just got to walk around our, like, what are we supposed to do? Such, like, such you're stuck point. in this prison. Yeah. There's yeah. so many people that were, were in apartments or flats or whatever, and they, they, they weren't allowed out. And you couldn't go downstairs and sit on the ground. Like, if you think, if you've got a high-riser with 300 flats in it, mm. 300 people can't all go outside and sit downstairs. No. They weren't allowed to do it. No. Are you trying to tell somebody, you're, restri- you're in prison, you're in prison. You're in prison, yeah, you're in a, you're in a prison block. And it annoys me now that we've had these statistics come out this week that have said that 
the initial statistics about mental health and the amount of people that commit suicide is actually far less than what actually happened. It's not. It's, it's far superior than what yeah. actually came out. I mean, I lost... I've been to three funerals in 18 months and all three of them have been suicides. Oh, like, it's, it's, it's so rife amongst, amongst men and women. I know, yeah. men, I know predominantly love, we like to get men talking about mental health on the podcast, but it's, it's still not cured. It's, it, we're never going to get a cure for it, but it's still not enough. Like, it's still such a taboo. It's, it's never going to be enough. Like, I have people talk about it, and even, even the people, and when you do, you do, you make awareness of it. It's just not enough, but but you could argue it will never be enough. No, but, no, but it, won't, it will never be considered. Like, and I had a conversation with Lucy about this, and um, it was kind of like you know, if you're if you wake up one day and you've got a migraine, or you wake up one day and your leg's broken, mm. you're like, I can't, I can't go to work today because my leg's broke. Yeah. But if you wake up and say, I'm just having a mental day. Yeah. They're like, fuck, get out of bed and get in. Like that, and that was maybe the indus- the not the industry, but the year no, where I, I grew up. I know. I, I think it, I think it's still got that across the board, Dan. I really do. Yeah. But I know. One of my really good friends, and he, to be honest, he's one of my best mates, but he just doesn't get it. Yeah. And he was talking to me about one of his employees, and he said, "I'll pull him a mental health card." And I'm like, "We've well, actually spoke to him." Yeah. We actually found out what's going on in his life. Like, mm. I said, because, like, I won't talk to you about my mental health because I know you just don't understand it. Like, you you don't understand what it's like. Oh. Like, t- today I'll be completely transparent with you. I spoke to Rick in the car, and I went, "I didn't want to do today." Yeah. I woke up this morning, and I just was. Just was overwhelming sadness. Yeah, there's no trigger. Things are going well in my life at the moment. I'm financially yeah. okay. Um, I'm happy in all the work I'm doing. I'm happy with my family. My family are all in good health. My nan's a bit ill, but you know, such as modern world. I've got no reason to be depressed. Yeah, but my brain works differently to yours. So my brain doesn't develop enough serotonin. So therefore, the frontal lobe of my brain doesn't connect with the back, which creates right. like things like. Um, uh, adrenaline and, and reactive situations. My brain just works differently. So, 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 because so, I don't know enough about. So, about so in order, in, in order to counterbalance that, I take antidepressants to, to, right. to get a chemical balance in my brain to be correct. So, does your brain? So, if you're in a situation where you're doing, you're 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 good and you're it, it, with everything that's going on in your life, you should be in a happy place. You'd be like, I'm comfortable, I'm fine, I'm happy. Yeah. But your brain says. Is it like this isn't enough? You want more? Is that because the driver you want more? Is it just because it's never? It's it's never one thing. It's too much. And that's the worst. And that's the thing of trying to get across to people that don't necessarily understand it. Sometimes is that it can it can never be anything at any given time. It can be. It can. I could be having a really good day, and something can just 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 go. And I just react differently. Like you could be doing something. You could be doing something really fun. And it will take you to a memory of a bad place. Yeah, yeah. And all you can then think about is that bad time and that Don't bad place. Don't get me wrong. There is a lot of, there's a lot of things you can do to help yourself. Like, a lot of people live in negative mindsets. And I get that. And a lot of people dwell on the past. And a lot of people use do use mental health as an excuse. But I know there are days when I just can't help it. I can't control it. And, yeah. I, and I know now what to do and how, how to get through those days. But... It, re- it really is as simple as like I always put it in this analogy of like some days I know, I'm aware of it every single day when I wake up so first thing I think of most people when they wake up the first thing I do is check their phone first thing I do is literally do a mental check in my head of like oh, really? is this going to be that kind of day and I kind of the analogy okay, I put to it is that it's a dog outside my, my bedroom door bedroom door's shut every night before we get out of bed kids are fine everyone's in bed if dog's locked downstairs everything's locked up but 
when I open that door, I don't know if that's going to be a little chihuahua just looking up to me and smiling, or if that's going to be a fucking Rottweiler. Right. Yeah. And I, the chihuahua, I can step over. I know it's there. I know it's there. Yeah. I can step over. I can walk past and get about my day. Yeah. I know yeah. it's there when I go back up to bed. If it's Rottweiler, I can't get past it. Yeah. I, you could throw me a treat so I can throw for him. You could give me a bone to throw for him to distract him. You could give me the most plausible explanation to get that dog away. Yeah. I can't do it. I just can't. I can't get past yeah, that dog. That's interesting. That's a really interesting. And that's that's the way that it works for me. Now I don't know what it's going to be. I, it, it can it can come on at any moment in my life, but it trying to get that across to people now is is so hard. We're, we're nowhere near where we should be with it. It, yeah. And it's still such a taboo attached I think to it. There's just still so many people, like you said, you've got a friend who's like, he just doesn't understand. He's like, just get out of bed and go, get up every day. Like, and, and that's I exactly used to be, it. I used to be like that and, until, and I think maybe it changed. I don't know whether it's. I don't things you've gone through. Changed, but it's like you get older and, and you become more aware of things and more skilled. Like, I used to love flying, I'm scared of flying now. Yeah. Right? And then you buy a house, you're like, I've got this big mortgage to pay now, or a mortgage, or whatever your bills are. You've got, I've got to make sure I do that. Like, you have a daughter or a child, and like, I've got to provide for that child, and I've got to I've keep got them to, alive. Your param- parameters are yeah. pressure change. You've got yeah. to like, constantly, and it's like this pressure every mm. day of like all these all these things. Like right, how am I earning money today? What am I doing productive today? What am I going to do? And to- it's a physical pain. Like when people say it's a like, weight on you, it is a physical time. You just can't get out of bed sometimes, can you? No, you, you literally can't. can't. You can't stay up and get out of bed. And people see it as a sign of weakness, and, and, and you know they can they can say what they want. But like uh, my, my mate, like, it, don't get me wrong. If I said to him, "Look, I need your help," he'll be there. He might not understand it, but he'll be, he'll there, be there. Yeah. Where I know that I can speak to, I can speak to Rick and just say that this is. Like when I when I, t- I texted you earlier, when you oh. said oh, I'll be five minutes picking me up. I just said I'm having a real fucking shit day. Just I'm, I can't get out of this dump. I mean, it's funk of being really low. He texts back saying, "Do you want to see a picture of my dick?" Like that's what you need sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not a picture of his dick, but a joke. Yeah. Because I can tell you now, when I'm ever in that situation, the last thing I want to see is your penis. Well, have I, you seen his penis? Have I have, and place? it's it's like a Tiny. it's like yeah, a, but when you've been in that place though, have I seen it when I've been in that place? Because that's specific. No, I haven't. But I know by looking at it before, and it's like a it's like an old dog's toy it's been chewed up yeah but it's it's like half yeah. it's like you know when you give a dog a tennis ball and they rip it to shit yeah, yeah and yeah, his yeah. hair's coming off it yeah. and his little knobbly bits and it looks it's all split down the middle yeah it's exactly like his, his dick is like a, a manky old used, tennis ball yeah the, you know what I'm not surprised in the slightest no, no I'm not looking at me I, I, I would say the same you can just I, 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 tell. In fact, yeah. I think you're the only person in mankind that when you look at you, you instantly know your penis and you all like. automatically look at me and know what it smells like yeah 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 <laughs> I, I, you guys are lucky it's not yeah. smell-o-vision I, I reckon if you, if you pulled, pulled out the back of a Chinese griddle yeah, yeah. that kind of like yeah. gunky horrible yeah. Chinese yeah, lava exactly and yeah. we've come full circle the yeah. one thing but that does get Al out of his slump though is the co- it's comedy isn't it? no it's not comedy, comedy. It's comedy. It's, no Thierry Henry's penis Thierry Henry's penis yeah no I'm, I'm, velvety yeah and no, 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 that just shows the different levels of life yeah, yeah. Thierry and Rhee's magnificent so, as a velvet penis and you're a decrepit tennis ball knob yeah that's two that's two opposite ends of the spectrum yeah you can never get further apart yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I'd, 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 I'd be completely like all oh, joking aside Rick I'd rather send my kids on holiday to McCann's and ever see your penis again <laughs> I didn't expect you to go there but there we you are. did. You did. Um, you did. That's fair enough. I think. Um, yeah. 
So, I, I, I think talk, just saying. I mean, just to again, I, I guess bring it, bring, bring, stop talking about McCann's and penises. But um, <laughs> sentence that should never be. It should never be a thing. McCann's and penises. But we've made it happen. We have. Yeah. You know, we but there is things. There maybe is things. Maybe that's a new podcast. Such as cards against humanity. McCann's and penises. I'd the, be involved the, in the that. dicks of the Algarve. Yeah, sure. Would I get cancelled over it? Probably. Is it worth it? Yeah, I'm in. So I'm in. Um, but talking about the, like the mental health side of it and days when you when you struggle and and Lucy, I'm very lucky because Lucy's very she's a very positive person. So she seems bubbly in, in everything, and she'll be like, "Be fine." Be but she fine. can't be like that all the time. She she most of the time she is. Most of the time, unless I've really fucking wound her up. Mostly okay, when I'm Dan's really, not around. Mainly not around. <laughs> but she's the one that will pick, like, she'll just be, it's, it's fine, it's, it's just, just get on with the work. She's half, uh, glass, half full on, glass, half empty kind of guy. She I never get that expression, because I'm explaining it to me. I never, well, I I've never understood it. I know, you know, because she said it to me. I right, I knew, right, I, knew, I knew the minute you said it, you didn't know what it meant. No, yeah, I know. So, yeah. My understanding of that is... I wish these people would be honest shut up. <laughs> glass half empty means that you're, you're missing something. Glass half full is that you have a more... You're, you're half full of more positive right, So stuff. you're looking at the positive, you're like, oh my God, I've got half a glass or something. Yeah. Whereas if you're negative, you're like... Oh, that's only her. Oh, I've only got, only half, got half a glass. Exactly. Oh, negative, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. How, it's perspective, basically. Yeah. Perspective. Okay, perspective. So I'm a so half glass me, full to half glass empty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I understand it. I've now. only got half a glass so, left. Oh, oh, I've got yeah. half a glass. Half a glass nice. That's amazing. Um, so for me, like doing the daily vlogs has has, I think that's helped massively because it's kind of like sometimes, and you'll have this if you've got an, an ad to film, yeah, and you're like, and they're like, they're like, damn, we need it by twelve, and I'm like, I'm not feeling loose, I can't do it, like I cannot. We had to film a Nintendo one, which is Matt, you're working for Nintendo, do you know what I mean? It's massive, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and we'd had a bit of a, we don't ever argue, but we'd had a bit of a bicker, we'd had a bit of a bicker, a bit of an argument and it was like and then you've got to go and be this fun happy person we're like oh look at us playing Nintendo and I'm just thinking fuck off get out of my face like I just don't <laughs> want it right and she probably th- is thinking the same and then you have to go and be about each other person. yeah about each other oh, okay, so you burn each other up like, right. and we very rarely like that like I love the girl to bits I'd, I'd do anything for her but sometimes because she's so positive and mm. I get in the mind frame of just I want everyone to leave me alone. I want yeah. to hide away. I don't yeah. want to see anyone's and nothing can change that. But like doing the daily vlogs has helped because it's like you you, you it's kind purpose. of purpose. But it's like you have to be you can't ever because people see it on camera, you know what it's like and people will see it on camera. And I'll know that I'm not coming across. You know like the old you feel like you can't hide. smile down the telephone. Mm. Well, Imagine that, like, like a thousand. They can see your face. They can literally see. And, yeah. and, and if I now watch that Nintendo ad back, I can see that I'm, I'm living in that video. And I just yeah. didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be there. Yeah. But I had to do it because yeah. it's paying the bills. They're yeah. paying me a lot of money, so I had to do it. And I committed to doing it. Um, but doing the daily vlog, it's like the camera's out. She's got the camera in my face. It's like, okay, I might be feeling a certain way, but that. And I'm not saying that this is right or wrong because I don't. There's not. I don't. There obviously isn't a cure for like mental health. But if you're in a bad, if I'm in a bad place, I'm going to speak for myself. But if I've been in a bad place and I'm in a really bad day, I've woken up, I'm like, just don't. I just want to stay in bed today. I don't. I like. I can't face it. But sh- but it's like I know that we've got a vlog. Yeah. And I know I have to show people actually a vulnerable side because people want to see the real. You want a human touch. Yeah. So okay, if you're having a bad time, talk about it, and that's helped because I will say what's happened and I'll. And I'll narrate my life and what's going on but it kind of makes me 
get up and instead of just sitting there and thinking, this is, I just want to be left alone today and I deal with it tomorrow. Yeah. Which I've done, I've done so many times. Like, that's so a coping mechanism. And, 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 and no one would ever know that about me because when you're a content creator, you, you're, you're able to choose what you share. Yeah. So actually, if I don't want to post a story on Instagram 24 hours because I'm having a really bad day, I just won't post. And in that moment, I'll just be thinking, I don't care. I that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing about social media is, is don't believe everything you see on social media no, because it's, it, yeah, exactly. it's a story. It's yeah. a story. It's a snippet. It's not real. It's a snippet. Yeah, it's a it's a snippet of someone's life. Even if someone is posting a daily vlog, like we we post a daily vlog, um, you can still edit it out. It's like seven minutes mm. or eight minutes could be ten minutes. It's, there's like there's like twelve thirteen hours in a exactly. day. Exactly. Like, it's so else? it's it's so interesting to say because I went away last week and. I like to do a little thing on my Instagram, and I like when I have like either bank holiday or week off, whatever. And I just I like to film myself getting drunk, yeah, because it's just fun. I enjoy drinking. Like I haven't got not got a drink problem. Like people in my family have got a massive drink problem. I'm very good at alcohol, and I like to find. I always, you know, I make little jokes about oh, I can't really have a beer now, and I did a little thing with the camera where it's sort of like you know I go, I'm not going to have a beer today, and it's beer coming, I'm like pushing it away, like just little gags. Yeah, yeah. And I, for about two days over Easter, I just filmed myself drinking. And some women mentioned me and said, my children used to follow you. I've had to make sure they unfollowed you because all you do is promote alcoholism. Um, look what you've become since Woody kindly uh, sacked you and I can clearly see what they did. Um, just went in on me, and all you ever post about is this, about you, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I, I ended up putting a thing up on my thing. Is that your son out there? Um, sorry, just look like... Look like one of Rick's kids. Penis kids. You'd be surprised the number I'll tell you that I've got. He's got like 19 kids. I've got five. I've got five. But it, I ended up putting the thing on my story saying, look, there's, there's, there's 168 hours in a week. Like, you're, you're seeing three hours off it. Of a bank don't holiday make, weekend. Don't make a judgment on me. Like, be better than that. And then I put up the clip of the Brett... Uh, Zerkestein, I think it's him, Zerkestein. We've seen him, he talks about drinking, a big motivational speech he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I put that up and just said, like, I'll never stop drinking. Like, I enjoy drinking. Like, I'm fucking good at it. I think, so, 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 my opinion, I wouldn't have even bothered. What's like, like, one doing? You've got one person. Mm. And, well, that's, and, that's where my mind goes. Yeah, and, and, and I get it, I do get it. And I think everyone, if we responded to everyone, like, I get so many comments and they're like Dan you're, you're like Lucy could do so much better than mm, you're a fat piece of shit you're a waste of space you know she isn't mm. she's here and that's that just like, like, you're, you're a bearded so, twat yeah, yeah you're pug, pug nose like, gimp right, yeah lard boy <laughs> have you been reading yeah, the comments cool. weird yeah, weird, yeah, weird man they're his comments yeah on there yeah, always fake accounts but yeah you could reply to everyone and I used to get really offended by someone would say something weird little hands like, you just don't like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at his hands look at his hands where's well, his look, normal look, size no hands, they're not Charles hands <laughs> put his hands up to the camera look they are they're the no, tiny they're not you've got, hand, them up against, it? You got hands like a five year old boy <laughs> oh my god I, I, I actually shook that hand that's really creepy <laughs> It's just a fucking normal hand. It's not, Dan. He's horrendous. In comparison to the size of my body. <laughs> I can make jokes about your little beard, couldn't I? But All I right. didn't, did I? No. Yeah. All right. We, we, we don't stick to that level. <laughs> All right, mate. Don't, you know. 
the beards are a problem I've had since I was 20. Yeah. So that's, you know. It might be yeah. a great one, man. Yeah, yeah, you can't shave it. All right, mate, let's not. Chill out. You <laughs> can't shave it. Hold on, you went in on my penis. No, yeah. I think beards, you know, not even remote. Now we're teaming up, it's like Dan and Rick. This is not fair. It's not fair. I can edit this out. <laughs> you say that but I've got video footage <laughs> so before we wrap up yeah. we always like to ask our guests one fundamental question right. what is a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. that you 100% categorically believe in oh mate this, right okay have you got a couple this, are you a conspiracy theorist on this uh, no I'm not I'm not but I will I've spent hours right let me give you the first one you went down a rabbit hole didn't you oh so many rabbit holes like, <laughs> are you, are you, are you big on the years. if you put all the time together that I've spent looking at conspiracy theories right when there's categoric evidence that this thing couldn't have happened I'm like did it happen like and I'm the one in my family that's like well here's the facts you fucking tell me They're yeah the I'm that guy and I'm like so the Michael Jackson one okay. have you seen the video of Michael Jackson right Michael Jackson well, not dead. dead. Okay. No, he's, de- he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. The ambulance comes in. The ambulance on live news. And he gets out of the back. Picks him up. The lo- no, not that one, because that's for could be anyone. But the the, amb- the the helicopter lands. The helicopter takes off. Michael Jackson sits up in the helicopter. What is that about? I've not seen that I've one. I've not seen that How one. How have you not seen that one? We're gonna have to put a little clip on it. Right, you have to put in a little clip, I'll show it to you. Right, that's the first one. Subsequently he probably is dead. Oh, I think I was just gutted because I had tickets to go and see him. I'm a massive Michael Jackson fan. Oh, and I'm okay. like, did he... Uh, Can you separate the pedo who, shit? Yeah, because I don't... You've both got... Have you got kids? Yeah. You've got kids, right? You've both got kids, yeah. obviously. If I don't care, and this, again, different opinions, money talks, I get it. If something had happened to... to I'm not even going to say her name, but it, it, my daughter, something happened to my daughter, yep. and someone come to me and said, let's just two million quid go away. Not a fucking chance. Not a chance. No, you're fine. Not a chance. Not a chance, mate. If you've done that... Depends which one of my five children it is, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I actually think that's an American thing. I just think there's not a chance. We're American and I think that's your child. You protect that child with everything you've got. See, I'm on the other side now. I think there's too much evidence to prove that he was a kiddie fiddler. But what evidence is there? What real evidence is there? Well, just just testimonies and and stuff. people that have been paid money. I don't know. I, it's just, again, it's one of them, isn't it? It's going to separate opinions. Oh, yeah, I get it. And, and, and unless someone gives me, like, I just think if you're going to court, and, and, and like, I've seen documentaries where he was advised by his management team to pay people off, which looks bad on him. Don't pay people off. You've not done it. Go to court and prove that you've yeah. done it. But the problem is, you're Mark Jackson, you're under attack. He, he, he didn't do things to help himself. No, but he's a, he's a, he's a weird... He's, yeah, he was weird. weird. He so was weird. But just because you're weird, like, look at Paul Breach. Might not be... Might not be <coughs> yeah, look at your he's little hands. Weird, yeah. But he also... Look at my little hands. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Got a little hand like Jerry Beadle. Two, two of the... mention it. No need. I'll tell you, two of the um, conspiracy theories that I've been following very closely yeah. at the moment... See, I've gone old school. I've gone classic. You've gone classic, but... The one that always keeps resurfacing every couple of years is Tupac one. Yep, still Tupac. still alive yeah, on yeah. the island. Well, he was rapping about things that happened yeah. after he was dead. Yeah. How's that possible? True. Exactly. Possible? The other one, I'm, 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 I'm going down a rabbit hole on it at the moment. Um, and I will come back onto it on another podcast once I've done a bit more research. Giants. 
Giants. Giants. That's not what I expected. Have you seen, mate? Honestly, <laughs> the, the conspiracy <laughs> theories about giants being real. No. What? Just tall people, no. Rick? No, 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 no like giants, giants, giants. So, how tall are we talking? No, like, we're talking like fifteen feet giants. Oh, like, well, I don't know. But the, the geezer from Jaws was like fourteen foot tall. Well. This is like, again, that's not it's just a hormone growth. No, 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 like there's um, they live underground. <laughs> what are you on about, mate? This is the rabbit hole I've gone down. You've got a rabbit hole, you've got it. This is probably what I sound like when I'm talking about Michael Jackson. How can they be giants living underground? It's not, where are they going to fit them in a bunker? I'm going to show you. No, if you just said like smaller than the dwarfs, then I would understand. That's where I'm going. Come back with some evidence, otherwise. You're I'm going to show you. Really I'm going to send it. I'm going to spam your inboxes. With giants? With giants. No. So El- like Elvis is still alive. Like there's this he guy. went back to his own planet, apparently. He's probably dead now, black. Well, there's this guy that apparently... like There's a, there's a few things that ha- happen with Elvis. One, one of he them was... He was skin. Well... We're going to gloss over the fact that also, if we're talking about paedophiles, Elvis was a paedophile. There, so I've not heard there that. I said it. Well, he was... He was really yeah. because Priscilla was fourteen. Yeah. Nowadays you can. You yeah. Can do, yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. But that was a different era. But this is the whole thing. Like you're Elvis, but you can't cancel Elvis. No, he's dead. He's dead. Apparently. But it's it's like there's this thing like he's in. Uh, there's this clip of the home, like there's this thing that he always did like this little nod that he would do and this is like the the true fans. So it was when he was on stage would do this like nod to 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 people like you like lean at the camera and he'd do like a little nod. And there's this clip in like a Home Alone movie that was after, I don't know if you've seen this, but it was, it was after he died and there's this guy in the background. So he's not, he's not mentioned in the credits. But he does this nod to the camera. And everyone's like, really? oh, that's Elvis. That is Elvis. I never yeah. knew that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to look that. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that. Fascinating look at that. So they're, they're like my two biggest ones, I guess. But there's this, it's like when you, when you do go down the rabbit hole, it's like there's this guy, there's this guy, um, that looks a spitting image of Elvis, and it's so. And he works on the grounds of Graceland, right? But he wears. A Have hat. you been to Graceland? I've not been there, but I'd love to go. There. So my um, my mum's sister, she lives in Nashville. Yeah, she's been there for like fifty years, um, and we we, we 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 used to go every year. But I've been to Graceland, and it is eerie. Yeah, it is really eerie, and I know this guy you're talking about. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I've looked at the. the I know, I don't know. Personally, I've seen people talk of it, but you know, yeah, it's come up. Yeah. But there was also like there was this, there was this another weird thing, and this is what happens. You go to like giants, you believe yeah. So I get, I get it. I, I didn't, I didn't have to believe that they're real yet. That's that's. You said they lived underground. But there was, yeah, I think you you're. I was quite convinced. Yeah, that. but there was this interview, and and it was called cool. it was something like the jumbled up words. I think it was like Larry King. Live, okay. and it, but but it was a title that had never been given to a Larry King segment, right? And, and all the letters unjumbled set was like, like uh, Elvis, Elvis, the King is alive, Elvis, the King okay. is alive, and it was uh, and like yeah, okay, you can jumble letters up, sure, it's just you've just jumbled some letters up there. But why is it that? Why is it called that? Larry King Live when all your other segments were something completely different yeah. you've done a Larry King Live and when they went there they did the interview with Priscilla and she was never referring to Elvis as though he was he was he, he used to love playing Paul she was like he loves playing Paul someone analysed it like an expert analysed it and they were like every single time 
she refers to Elvis in the present is in the present that's yeah. weird as fuck it's weird so when you watch it you're like he's de- obviously he's fucking dead like we know he's dead but my mind is like but, but, but this ain't yeah. but hang on watch this it's actually like well it just so happens Elvis if you'd like to yeah. uh... <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing yeah. that would make my day that would make my day he, he, but even Priscilla she died in weird circumstances didn't she this year a lot of celebrities she was died. at the Oscars one minute of Austin Butler and the next day she was dead yeah but there was a, yeah there's a few there's been a few there's been a few around the old Ellen DeGeneres thing there was that one that lady did you see her she was That's like going another one you're on about the pizza gate stuff isn't you I don't know about that. Oh, um, that's the Hillary Clinton one. That's no, fucked up. No, I'm talking up. about the girl that was in, the, she was in the car. She was seen in the car. The live, this again, another live news was filmed. They, they reported her dead. It was like, she's dead. And then she sits up. She sits up in the thing. Have you not seen Who's it? that, Portia mm-hmm. de Rossi? Uh, no, no, someone else. Her, another ex-girlfriend of, of her. Oh, okay. She died this year, but she was she was an ex of Ellen DeGeneres. And there was this, apparently this whole documentary coming out about about, is that the one that died in the car crash? Died in the car crash. Yeah. But the live yeah, yeah. footage, was, like you saw it, she got up, she sat up, and the live report was like, what's going on? Like, the, yeah. the, it's, it's on the screen, it's dead. And she sat up in the thing, and then and then no one, and then they just shoved her in the back of the ambulance, and she's gone. Where do you stand with all the Disney subliminal messaging and all that kind of stuff? Have you seen all the conspiracies about that? Never heard it, I don't know about that. Okay, I'll send you that. That's, that's fascinating, that. that. About all the, it's like a sexual sort of element to almost every single Disney film we've ever seen oh really and they're all subliminally put in there that's yeah well, I mean it doesn't surprise me but like it's, it's probably why they're all paedophiles and if you look at every single <laughs> we're Disney, we're every we're single Disney film <laughs> it's all about a a father figure or a mother figure being killed in front of the child and then this child having like Bambi and the mum you know yeah. Ding died um, they're saying Lion Snow King. White Lion King like just, um, the other one um What's the Beauty and the Beast? The Beast There's yeah. loads of them where it's it's the same sort of plot, but they've all got this sort of undertone of like just just death and 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 the devil. But when you look at this, I'll send you the documentary. I can't remember what it's called, but it's by an ex Hollywood stuntman who basically wanted to expose the industry for all the pedos and predators that are all there. Yeah. Um, and he talks about the Kunon thing, about the Pizzagate thing. So um, I've not seen that either. You'll have to send these. Oh, it's, 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 it's fascinating. It's fascinating. So here's, here's a weird thing to think about, seeing as we're talking about Disney. Your tennis ball penis again? No. But Don't imagine... Weird hand, small hands? I will need to see a picture of that. Though. Imagine... Imagine it in your small little weird hands. <laughs> <laughs> it would look massive. It would look massive. We're going off topic. <laughs> yeah. Imagine... Yeah. It's not an OnlyFans. It's very specific. Imagine, Woody, <laughs> imagine Woody and Buzz died. Yeah. How would Andy ever know? He'd just be playing with their corpses. Okay, now what, Rick? Right? Rick. I'm not wrong. Uh, if and if, well, if Woody and Buzz died, well, and so what, Andy what? would never know, he'd just be playing with their corpses. But then there's an argument, so, so what? You ain't gonna know any different. Yeah. You won't know any different. Andy, that won't change Andy's life in the slightest. There just won't be another Toy Story movie. No, but that does that not make you feel bad? Have you heard the Shawshank Redemption um, conspiracy? No. That Andy defrained Spider Man. I've not heard this one, but again, this what? I've so much. So Andy DeFrey was Spider-Man. So what was the what was the name? No, of the... wasn't the Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben, sorry, yeah, he was Uncle yeah, Ben. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, big difference. How did your brain go to Spider-Man, Uncle Ben? Because I know it's linked to Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man. No, 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 Uncle Ben. Ben. You think Spider-Man Uncle Ben the rice guy? Yeah, the rice guy. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, the sauce. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
Not okay. the, not the one who, yeah. Oh, the, interesting, right, now that makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen, that was, I, I thought, where, what, how have you got to that conclusion? <laughs> how have you yeah. got from Shawshank Redemption to <laughs> Uncle Benny Makes Rice? <laughs> <laughs> no, so he, so the name of the newspaper was called the Daily Bulge or something like that? Bugle. Bugle. Bulge would be weird. I get that Daily now. Bugle, because yeah, they're all yeah. on it. All on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he, you know the bit at the end of Shawshank where the warden shoots himself in the head? Yep, 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 yep. He's looking at a newspaper, and the newspaper is called the Daily Bugle. Right, okay. Wow, what a crossover. What a crossover. But there's, there's something to do with the bit where he says he was going to... There's a reference to Cehuatanejo, which is the little town in Mexico where Andy Dufresne tells Red he's going to go. But in, the, in one of the Spider-Man films, Uncle Ben says, we should go on holiday to this place I once visited called Cehuatanejo. That's insane. Mm. I never knew that. No, I never knew that. But but but, but why put those? But who would ever put, put those two together? Yeah. Unless people just do them. People can find Fuck conspiracy people, yeah. theories yeah. wherever they look. I'm so, sure. Well, that's like the Elvis thing. They could have just done. They could have just said, said like, "Oh, here's a look. Let's get this look like in and just fucking people. Get him to do the nod. Get practice the nod for six months. Yeah, yeah. Pop yourself in the back of Home Alone, a really important scene, and then everyone will go. We'll put, we'll put our little story about it. And now everyone's going to go for the roast. Going to be the best. What do you think about the here. Simpsons stuff? Oh, that's all weird. What, I don't know what they're about. Well, how they about predict? Not... How they predict everything? Have you never heard of well, it? Well, I've heard of it, but it's just, like, it just be. But it's the same with anything, like. But it's like, so it's so striking. It's so striking. I don't the, think I've done enough research. Because the conspiracy is that Matt Groening, the creator, is yeah. actually a time traveller. Oh, so yeah. See, I've heard this. I, I, I think my problem is I have to. I have to genuinely research like, this. I, I'm a fan You're a of fan. Yeah. So like, you want to be emotionally involved. Michael Jackson. I'm emotionally involved. Whereas mm. Simpsons, I never really grew up watching it. My dad used to watch it. I didn't used to like it. So I never really spent time watching So I don't really care yeah. if it is or right, it isn't. But, so yeah. quick fire before we go. What do you think about 9 11? We're going we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna to do quick fire. We do 9 11 once every week. Okay. I think it's, it's 100% stage. Have you seen The Geist? No. It's a documentary about it. Oh no! It's like twenty minutes long. No, I don't think I have. I might. I might. Oh my god! I'm, I'm spamming you some shit. Like, yeah, yeah, do it. So yes or no's to these? Right. Nine eleven. Conspiracy or not? Yes. Yes, it's conspiracy. Yes. Uh, Moon Laddings, fake or fact? Fact. Interesting. Tupac alive or dead? Alive. Elvis alive or dead? Alive. Queen alive or dead? And most pieces like. Dead. Yeah, very much dead. Very much dead. Which is a shame. Mm, I, I like her. Actually, I'll tell you the thing though with the Queen, and, and this, I guess, brings it back down to like the mental health thing and, and, and just how fucking insignificant each and every single one of us are. Not, you know, I'm sure you're important in your own world, but, <laughs> but, actually, but actually, you're probably not. Because this is tennis ball, Willie. It was like, we've had so many, through our, through our lives growing up, right, we've had different prime ministers we've had different mm. cultures different things you know all these different things have changed ever changing for our growing up the one consistent thing in our lives the queen, the queen. 100%. Yeah. the one consistent thing and then and I was I was at St Pancras because I was working in London and it was a couple of days a few days after the queen had died and me and Lucy had to go up to London and it was like obviously she was she lived in London I've yeah. heard of Buckingham Palace yeah she used to live, live no. there quite often really mm-hmm. and, um, but anyway there was these pictures everywhere and it was in the news everywhere. But do you know what? Everyone was just fucking going about their business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything was normal. And I was thinking that's the most important person in our culture from what I've ever known. Consistent person, yeah. Yeah, if that'd be somewhere like Thailand, it's a week of mourning. Yeah, mm. uh, even more than that. Mm. And it's the Queen. It was like, 
everyone used it as a bit of a... Do you not think that's a British thing though, we just don't give a fuck? It, it, it is, but it just made me think, do you know what? Like, you've just got to live. Because yeah, actually, yeah. if you die tomorrow, no one really can give no, a fuck. No, they don't. People they carry yeah. on. I, I, I was carrying on. I was one of them people, but it just made me feel... Like, Take a step back really for a second, yeah. In, in the moment, so I was like, that's the Queen, right? And you don't necessarily think about... Like how Prince Harry and Prince William and Prince Charles is feeling, and uh, like they've got a more public thing in front of everyone. Yeah, and then there's those people they just go up there because we want to see it. Like it's a bit of a like a circus, like a fucking yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Like want to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's the Queen, the most important woman. You know, in our it, it, certainly in my growing up. Not like taking anything away from my mum. You know, mum was brilliant, but that's the Queen, the most yeah. consistent thing. And yeah. It's like she's gone, and it, and 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 you're thinking that should be the thing that. Everyone just takes a step back and mm. thinks, fucking hell. They just want a bank holiday, like, don't they? Oh, I've got a bank holiday out of that. That's the queen. It's just, yeah, anyway, I've gone on a bit of a tangent there. But. Last one, very last one. Diana, set up and to be killed or just a, just an accident? Oh, I think set up. I think set up. Do you? Yeah, I think set up. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I do I, as well. Killed I just think there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot... That that we probably won't ever know, won't ever find out. But I think with what was what was going on and how she was, how she was treated and how she was mm. stalked, and, and, and it probably doesn't help. I've been reading the Prince Harry book recently. Like I took it on holiday with me, and a, a lot of people have just don't like Prince Harry. Yeah, I don't get that. that. I don't get that. I don't get it. And I think and and and, and I think it's this this he was very much like his mum, and he could see what happened to mm. her, and he doesn't want the same thing to happen yeah. to him and his wife. Fair enough. I would do anything to protect Lucy and. But it's that thing we that, that age we live in now. We got to pick a team. We got to pick a side. My family is all like, "Oh, I can't believe him, fucking Harry. What he's doing? You know, and that Megan, what a bit." And I'm just like, "Well, the keys is fucking like." He just wanted to step away from that life. He take his protects yeah. his wife and kids. What's the problem with that? Yeah, and I don't think nothing, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Nothing he right. still said, "I'll still fulfil my royal duties." And he, and he don't have to. But actually, he was asking to go to another like. We lost, didn't we lose like Jamaica and another country? We lost like in the Commonwealth, yeah. yeah. And it's like if he would have, he had Megan, like they could have taken over the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The royal family. They could have capitalised on it, and um, they didn't. Have you heard the theory? And this might you might not put in, like it doesn't matter if he is or isn't. But there's this whole thing about actually because there's a segment in the Netflix series uh, series about Prince Harry and Megan, and uh, that Prince William is actually gay and he's always been gay. And he's had a. Yeah, I can what? see it. I can yeah, see it. This thing, this whole thing. But if you try and search it on, online, you will not find it. I can see it though. I can see it. This is back up a minute. Prince Harry does this thing. There's a line. It's a really important line. <laughs> it's a bit light on his feet. Would you? In the Netflix. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> no, he gets one of them things out of his wallet. <laughs> um, no. And he's like, he makes a point about being who you want to be, like being who you want to be, and like being comfortable to be who you want to be. It, it was like something that was there was an undertone of a dig at someone and a lot of the conspiracies and conspiracy theorists are it's because his brother is gay he knows his brother's gay now you say it I, could see, I can see it but as a royal family and as the next king you can't you can't so you've had to Weird. have a wife and you've had to have children and, and that's and apparently that's where a lot of the tension is now, I guess I you've never know. seen a gay royal I've seen a pedo one but anyway but anyway that might be, that might be wrong isn't it Prince Harry I actually think that's a good probably place probably. to draw a line under it. And, um, yeah, probably. See you later, guys. Take care. Take care. Bye. Take See care. ya. Have Missing you already. Happy birthday. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. We forgot something. There's always one. There's always one in there. You're leaving the tip in. <laughs> oh, there we go.
Even the ticket. Yeah. So you've got to leave. Him, <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm dealing with. God, ironic, isn't it? We're ending the podcast and noisy fuckers have just left. So listen. We need to sign off. We do need to sign off. It's been great talking to you, Dan. Thanks for It's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been Coming been down. It's, it's been probably been our longest episode ever. Has it? I yeah. think so. What are we at? When, listen, Two hours? <laughs> Two days? Oh, yeah, about that. It's good. What is it like a 12 minute podcast? What are you allowed? <laughs> we, yeah, about 11 minutes. No, we'll, we'll, probably we'll put it out to, to whatever. We'll edit a few bits out. But yeah, it'll be, be a good hour and a half. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. I'll come back. Oh, I'll come back for the. For the uh, we'll do like a yearly update. I think we should. Do. We should do a conspiracy theory in an entire one. I, 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 I am really keen to get Lucy on. Not no, bad. No, I was <laughs> get the other that. side of the story. I mean, I the other day, the but let's. They want to work with me. They want to work with me. Let's get, let's get you on a Zoom call uh, with a conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. I want facts. I want, like, explanations. Oh, I've I got want... it, mate. I've got it ready. They're saved in my favourites. I've got it, mate. You we'll can do say, that. do it tomorrow, and it's, I'm fucking ready. But, yeah, we'll do it. Get, um, we'll do that. We'll do that. Six. But thanks for coming, Dan. It's no, been great talking to you. It's been a laugh. Al? Peace out. That's your sign. Mine's peace out. How long have you been doing this for? Three years. Do you think peace out should be better? I think that should be better. Well, it's normally, I normally say, because you've nicked my line there, Um, which quite frankly I'm fuming about, Rick. Yeah, Yeah, but Dylan's not here, and I just wanted to say, check your balls. Check your balls, balls, lads. Check your balls. He's just checking your balls because he's only got one ball, one ball spool. Yep. Yours is... You say bye, I Rick. say say goodbye, Rick. Bye, Rick. Bye, Rick. Bye, yeah, Rick. no, you've oh, nicked his line now. That ain't yeah. gonna work. Oh, I fucked that up for you. Yeah, yeah. In all fairness, it's shit anyway. It's yeah, it's, no, it's like it's Bruno Tollioli on the uh, Britain's you... Got Talent, isn't it? Oh yeah, he's not getting. He's not having a good time. He's not getting called back. Your content, you need to, you need to evolve. Not like that's a. Well, yeah, you've got, you've, joke, but so you've gone backwards there. You've gone backwards. Yeah, yeah, you have. You've embarrassed yourself, quite frankly, Rick. I don't know. I'm going to live this down. Yeah, let's just leave it there, Wanker. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Here at Lads, Dads and a Couple of Beers, we care about every single one of you. If you've been affected by anything we've raised in this week's episode or past episodes, please know there is help out there. Between us three, we've all suffered with different aspects of mental health. We're not doctors or professionals. We're just three normal lads trying to cure the stigma around mental health. If you feel like it's getting too much and you want to speak to someone, just know there is help out there. Rick, who can they contact? You can reach out to the guys at SaneLine. SaneLine is a national out-of-hours mental health helpline offering specialist emotional support, guidance and information to anyone affected by mental illness. The number for SaneLine is 0300 304 7000. You can also reach them at saneline.org.uk. And just remember, guys, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, our communication lines are always open via our DMs. Stay safe, everyone.